1: Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. The
2: Sanctuary Pub on South Gilbert. Premier automotive in North Liberty. The Ox Oak Inn in the Amanis with their great Sunday brunch. Streets Maintenance, Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. I don't think anything... Did you set up the uh, YouTube, Jim? You did, did not. So, uh, it, it, Tom, just scrap it. It ain't going to work. It's not, it's not set up. So, uh, it's not set up.
3: So, just opening up the... YouTube Studio isn't going to do it. No, that doesn't doesn't do, do anything. No, no, no.
2: Okay, I could come in there and set it. Well, Jim will set it up.
3: Okay, yeah.
2: What so do I do? You just sit you're there. the talent. Yeah, uh, here's Tom Souter and Pat Hardy from HogFanatic.com. What refuse. is the
4: shirt? What's the shirt? Sir? Led Zeppelin. I refuse yeah. to perform unless we're on YouTube. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I refuse to perform. Led Zeppelin, 1971.
4: Yeah yeah i think i
2: when'd you get that uh maybe what's new
4: oh it's relatively new this one target maybe it's out on sale for like 9.99 that's cool i have to be passing through no that's cool for a 50 year old t-shirt it's a great deal it's a great t-shirt no i got it probably within like the last three months
2: yeah that's pretty cool and it's and it wasn't
4: itchy that's the other i've only washed it once or twice
2: i had to change my shirt today and take one of ours out of the Cabin. Did it uh, No. The uh, dog was uh, especially, uh, uh, I wanted to hug and just. Oh, so, yeah. Before I left. A lot so, of I, hair. Yeah, and I looked in the mirror this morning when I came in and I go, God. And I just got the shirt out this morning. Was it a b- black t shirt? Uh, yeah. It's okay. just well, that's what, pretty much all. Okay. Yeah, with just clumps of hair on it. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, I don't the miss The beauty it. of dog ownership. I don't miss that part. <laughs>
4: That's the one of the few parts. Of uh, I wouldn't trade it, but, but oh yeah, I dealt with hair just, and black hair great. from two dogs.
2: Well, the black hair wouldn't have been as bad with this. Well, shirt. I don't only
4: wear black t-shirts, <laughs> yeah, but they didn't shed as bad as your dog. My dog shed oh, like
2: nor- your dog was. It was yeah. just that dog
3: is. Content. It's like pen. Well, we yeah.
2: take peanuts. we take her, we get her groomed, and then she well, comes I remember back, I was, and I, it's just flying. I was around her
4: for yeah. a minute or so on the couch out there. And when I came in, I looked down, I'm like, good Lord, there was hair everywhere.
2: Yeah. I know, it's amazing. And
4: my dogs were still alive then, and I remember going home, and they were like, what the hell? What is this?
2: <laughs>
4: no, it's amazing. Yeah, I would call, so, yeah, I think of a few other words.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, now I guess we are on YouTube. Oh, wow, okay,
4: well, so there all, you that go. Other, all that other stuff was just... Um,
3: Window dressing. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's kind of a build-up for... So is where we say hi to our <laughs>
3: so the people listening on the radio heard all of it, including all of the intros yeah. well, is
4: not that where it really starts though is the people on the radio
3: yes, and then the people yeah. on the podcast hears the tail end of the uh the uh Weather. sponsors yeah. Yeah. and then, and then the nonsense talking about YouTube, and then the youtubers just get uh Meat and potatoes get something, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so Captain, who do you like more the radio
4: listeners. The internet listeners are the... I love them all. You love them all equally? I love them all. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, that's, I figured that. I was setting yeah. you up to be able yeah. to say that now they all feel like they all matter. Yeah. Because they do.
2: Well, because they do. Some mm-hmm. more than others. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, let's just start breaking
4: it down. Iowa, Michigan State. Like we haven't
3: yet? Well,
4: the. the I, it was interesting. I gotta, I'm not going to say who it was. Not that it's a big deal, but I got a call from somebody, a former player, saying, "Hey, did you read that story about Cade McNamara throwing Brian Ferentz under the bus?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I, "Oh yeah, I mean, he, he goes, I haven't read it, but um, he said he hadn't. He had only read the headline because it was on something called MSN, and you could Google it and find it right away.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I, I saw Cade I, say it. Yeah, I, I, I was there.
4: Yeah. I was at the press conference. Uh-huh. That wasn't throwing Brian Ferentz under the bus. I didn't
3: take it that way at all.
4: I mean, it was the way the question was asked. I mean, it was, but it was just so interesting. It was just so interesting that somebody who wasn't there would take that angle with what Cade said. I mean, Kate. He was asked specifically about play calling. He's like, "Well, I don't call the plays."
3: Okay the offensive coordinator does yeah, yeah
4: anytime he or nico were asked about specific play calling you are going to do more they're like hey that's not up that's we're the players we're it's not up to us if we're going to do more with the receivers that's up to the coaches that's not throwing the coaches under the bus no
3: no and people i mean there's a certain segment of the fan base that wants Cade and brian to not throw, to get along
4: yeah and they want the They want friction and tension and drama drama and angst, all this stuff, because they want change and what have you. But, okay, but reality is reality. I was sitting in the front row. I mean, if I thought – I've heard guys be thrown under the bus. I mean, God, I covered Alford. I mean,
5: seriously.
4: (laughs) Well, all
3: his players had tire tracks on the back of their jerseys. Yeah, I mean, it was just – so,
4: but I left there thinking, man, I was actually kind of impressed with how Cade and Nico – Handled a really tough situation. I mean, Cade's got to be miserable right now. This has not gone any way like he would like. They are three and one. That's the one thing I think. Someone like that, he will look at that. But I thought he was asked some tough, fair questions. And but no, to suggest that he was throwing Brian Ferentz on the bus by saying, he, "Well, he's the play caller." That's not my risk. And one thing Clay or Clay, Clay Cade did say during that during those questions was when I asked him, "I'm like, well, do the coaches?" When he said that, you know, we don't have anything to do with the play call or whatever, I said, Do they ever, well, are they willing to listen to suggestions? Right away, he's like, Yes. He goes, That's uh-huh. one thing I really like about this coaching staff is they are very open to suggestions from the players for play calls. I mean, that was just the opposite of throwing the coaches under the bus. Uh, yeah. I, it, but that's the age we live in now. I mean, it was viral I, I when I got this call. So then he goes, Just Google Iowa football. And I did, and boom. That's what but came that's up. how
3: misinformation gets started. And it
4: was- it's just. I mean, that is misinformation, but it's more contrived misinformation. It was, I mean, the person I don't believe was at the press conference, but I guess you don't really have to because it was on, I mean, I don't know if it was Kate on YouTube. Uh, I know Iowa sends out the video later.
3: Yeah, I I don't know if I saw it on YouTube, but I saw it online. It's on later. I thought I saw it on your.
4: Well, probably, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, we put all the, once they send the video, we put it up, but that's Iowa. I don't know if it was on YouTube live is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know. I know Kirk is. Yeah. So, but I just thought that was just a really weird interpretation of what I was sitting there listening to. I did not take it at all as anyone was being thrown under the bus. They're frustrated. I thought it
3: was a bad take. Yeah. um, yeah,
4: The offense right now is horrible. I mean, oh, no question. And there's no way to beat around that. And I, you know, Cade wasn't up there making excuses. And he, he's got to his attitude is we're going to get better. There's no way we're not going to get better. We're too vested in this. And why? That's how you got to be in a situation like this.
3: And, and in fairness, they
4: are three and one.
3: And this, I think also they're going to go up against a team that they should be able to move the ball. Against. Well, they're going to go.
4: Yeah, they should. But my problem with that though, Tom, is they haven't really moved the ball against anybody since the twenty one season with any type of. I mean, well, that's true. I mean, they just haven't. I mean, last year they made somehow they won eight games in a bowl game. Who did they move the ball against? Really? I mean, when last I say, year. I mean, they. I can't think of hardly any games where
3: they just
4: Not much. It just it just didn't happen. You had the Nevada game, they they scored some points in that game and But
3: that was just such an odd and game. And it was
4: competition, it? just like Western Michigan. I mean. Yes. So I mean I I think they're going to manufacture a lot of these wins, doing what they do: field positions, bend but don't break defense. Hopefully, an opportunistic offense. But I will be—I'm not expecting them to be able to run the ball in all these games. I still think they're going to win most of these games. But I'm—I'm—I will—they've figured out how to win with 100 rushing yards. I will say they're good at doing stuff like Mm -hmm. that, especially against this kind of competition. And that's—I think the schedule is a main part of this reason to be optimistic, and maybe some of these teams will prove me wrong. But, man, from what I've seen, I'm not impressed. And uh, no. But, no, I just thought that was a weird take on that That, I didn't like that press conference. And I just it just didn't make sense to me. So I wanted to start with
3: that. I agree with you 100%. I didn't read it like that at all. What about you, Captain? People just want they want
2: conflict and drama and clicks. And clicks. clicks. And,
4: yeah. And
2: they'll, you know. Spin the narrative and...
4: I mean, hell, we all want conflict, drama, and
2: clicks, but you don't have to... I just don't think you should make it up. I don't want conflicts. I mean... Uh, I want a little bit of drama. You can save the drama for your mama. Who said that line? Is that from Mother Jugs and Speed? (laughs) I think it is. (laughs) Mother Jesus, how... Why would you remember that? Do you know something? I... Turned on USA, they had... Was it on Mother Judge and Speed? No, but they had a Melissa McCarthy thing called Heat, a movie with Sandra Bullock. And I didn't realize this. I haven't watched USA Network in forever. They Mm -hmm. say the F word, the MF. The, On USA Network, yeah.
4: How do they get away with that? Well, they must- uh, well it's cable, so yeah. they're so. not
2: under the auspices of the FCC. Uh, but, I guess you're, okay, you're but right. But I I haven't watched it. Evidently, they started doing that in 2018. I haven't watched it since Burn Notice went off the air. Burn Notice. <laughs> I, <really laughs> I never watched it.
4: it, but I remember you talking about uh, that. I really like and Monk. That show. Didn't you talk about Monk
2: too? Yeah, you, Monk. Great. Think- <laughs> but I haven't watched it since th- for years. Did you ever watch Monk? No, <laughs> oh. I, I never.
3: Really... I, I think I saw. It I think I, I
4: bet he would have liked it. I know some people that like. I, it I probably
3: would have, but I don't watch. If you don't get started early. It's hard to. I get... don't watch commercial TV. Oh, except well, for well, sporting it, events. Well, isn't I, I, I just don't. Well, isn't sure he special? It's a wonderful show. I'd well, brothers, <laughs> spend a few bucks yeah. and, and not have to sit. Through yeah, the I didn't watch. watch it, well. I couldn't it, watch. It, it, I couldn't on watch on the B-Tock NFL game last
4: night because I don't have Amazon. The NFL game was on Amazon. I couldn't watch. it. not that I cared. I mean, it would have been neat to see LaPorta. The Lions are good. Yeah. oh yeah. The Lions are good. They're 3-1. and one. The Packers I, – I mean, the Packers, as a Bears fan, I can't say the Packers suck, but the Packers aren't very good. The Bears suck.
3: Bears do suck.
4: But nice to see Detroit. Sam LaPorta is really – he is taking this league by storm. So did he have a good night last yeah, night, too? He had a too? good night. And, Hunter, did you watch it? I did not. But, yeah, LaPorta is – I mean, I saw a video of Rob Gronkowski talking about how he's just such a natural, his ability to run after the catch. And you know? I mean, he is right – Right now, I mean, I saw some stat, and three of the four <laughs> yes. guys,
3: three of the top four, Hawkeye,
4: guys, Kittle, Hawkinson, and um, Laporta. So yeah, it's it is.
3: And Fant was cool. number nine or ten, I think. And then
4: the gloom and doomer would counter that by saying, "Okay, well, let's talk about the wide receivers." I mean, when Kirk was kind of asked about the receiver distribution and contribution, he right away said, "Well, we do have some pretty good tight ends around here. That's their, and they do. I they they do." But I still think you can have those good tight ends and still get more from I – mean, I don't think there's any – he wasn't necessarily – but there's no way you can try to spend that they, they have to get more for the wide receiver. Or well, they're they just do. not going to be a complete football team. No. I mean, if you look back at Hayden's teams, he'd never had
3: outstanding wide receivers.
4: But he, from the Robert Smith well, – he had some good ones. He had some good, good ones. ones. He had a lot of good walk-ons from
3: Iowa. If you think about it, I mean Quinn Early da- was good. Quinn
4: Early was going to Quinn Early, Robert Smith, Dane and, Hughes. and Hughes. I mean, but he also had Devin Harberts, Bill Happel, yeah, Jim Morrow. I mean, um, he, he had. Well, a Billy lot. Happel was pretty good. He, he was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, but I'm not. He was not anywhere close to being an NFL player or anything. No. And he, um, but they made do with what they had, and they, and it's just their wide receivers found it so much easier. It seems to get open than the Iowa wide receivers do now. I don't know. There's just a disconnect right now in this offense between the receiver. But this has been going on for a while. I mean, they did have the little stretch with Brandon Smith and Amir. But I remember a lot of time when Brandon Smith was here, people saying, when are they going to use him more? That was a big part of the storyline when Brandon Smith was was. here. Amir was able to, I think, just with his pure speed – Turn a few catches that maybe some receivers would gain eight to ten yards. He'd turn them into 34, and his stats went up. He had over 700 receiving yards, but I think a lot of that was just him, not the offense. And but then the challenge is you need to recruit more Amir Smith Marcets. Remember, he was committed to Minnesota and he switched to Iowa. Yeah. I think he started committed to Rutgers and went to Minnesota. Then he spent, sw- I mean, the, the offense has shown that if you've got blinding speed like Amir. I mean, you can make things happen. He had some pretty good stats, but, but yeah, they got to get the wide receiver.
3: Will pass. and DJK and
4: uh, – Yeah, DJK, Marvin McNutt. Marvin McNutt. Um, but, like, like Marvin McNutt, he was not a big stud wide receiver recruit. He was a quarterback. And that was 14 of, years ago. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> but Wow. Yeah, they – there, there, haven't been. I mean, Keenan Davis was a four-star recruit from Cedar Rapids. Yeah, but he didn't do much. He he started and was a solid contributor. No, did he become All Big Ten? And no, no he no, nothing like that. But um, but for the most part, they haven't really landed. Hayden didn't land a ton of big stud wide receivers. No, he didn't. It, it just has not really happened here. Quinn Early was a good one, but he was even better when he got here and just his long jump out. He was super athletic and what have you. So. But, yeah, I mean, 14 catches for after four games, that's just not going to – especially if your running game is inconsistent. Everyone acts. I think there was this misconception, oh, we're back with the Western Michigan. I wasn't convinced. I'm, Western Michigan's defense is like – Nothing they'll face again the rest of this year. Even the worst teams in the Big Ten, they're not going. I don't think they're going to be able to own the line of scrimmage against any other Big Ten team the way they did Western Michigan. I do think they're going to be able to win the line of scrimmage against some of these teams, but Western Michigan wasn't even close. They just no. pushed them back the whole game. When's the last time you saw that happen in a Big Ten game with Iowa? It's been a while. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's... well, maybe
3: the last time we played Michigan State, forty
4: forty nine to seven. Yeah. yeah. That I, I t- you know what I've done, Tom? I've dismissed the COVID year. I just don't. The COVID year to me, it was. I think it was great the way iowa rebounded from 0 and 2 and 1 6 and i'm not taking that away but as far as holding things against others i just like wisconsin during the covid year what were they two and four mm-hmm. i mean i just some teams handled it better some rosters were hit harder i i don't know i kind of put an asterisk by the covid year but iowa did rebound during that and that you know that took a lot of coaching and player devotion and what have you so but but yeah i i picked them to win 23 to 10 and my comment in our picks was that Kirk's going to have Max White try a 65-yard <laughs> field goal um, at the game in. To at, thumb his nose, nose at the picks, <laughs> at the <laughs> performance incentives. Do you have do you have those in, like, contracts for the people here?
2: Oh, similar.
4: Sonner and Molly? Yeah, yeah. Lang, do they have performance incentives?
2: Um, As much as I do. <laughs>
4: okay.
3: <laughs> Which I don't.
4: But, yeah, most normal places don't. Well, no. I guess before – yeah, I, do we, we don't need to get started with that again. I've inter- got
3: a 20-3 to 3 score for Saturday.
4: Okay. Yeah, yours isn't much different than mine. No. I, I mean, we're, I, so both of us are really jumping back on the head. This defense is really good. And we'll, we'll see. Hopefully the Penn State game wasn't a sign of weakness. I mean, because, I mean
3: – Well, we know our offense is weak. I mean, we well, no, I'm know talking that. about more the defense. Oh, the okay. Side, if you
4: didn't know anything about Iowa football and you watched the second half of that game, you would think the Iowa—they're not that good. You would think the Iowa defense isn't very good. I yeah, mean, Penn State owned the line of scrimmage. Walked, they marched they, up and down. The they finish. ran for 71 yards in the third quarter. I mean that. So yeah. If you, but I'm hoping that was more of an aberration, circumstance, what have you, or just the fact that the offense was so bad. But I think the offense. How. What's, what's the over-under on three and outs against Michigan State for the offense?
3: Um, I'll say three. Okay. Well, they so they Penn State, wasn't
4: it seven or eight? Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, three and outs. I mean, three and outs are just killers for the defense. Yes, and so that's what they got to avoid. And like Don has said, they got to start fast, get that crowd into the game, start fast, got to win the turnover battle, of course and um, I think they got a – I mean, they didn't have a very good special teams game, and I think they're going to want to bounce back.
3: I mean, Tory was oh, – Well, Tory, there. yeah,
4: he's his own island, though. When I'm talking special teams return game yeah. and, yeah. Ju- you know, ju- and um, obviously Stevens didn't have a chance to oh. do anything. They were just kind of a non-factor Yeah. other than Tory. I mean, Tory, like I said, he's – I mean, he's incredible. I mean, he, I guess he is special team so they can. But well, Again, I just,
3: just imagine what that score would have been if we had a normal-to-normal a normal minus punter. Oh, it could have You been. know, it could, would have been just unbelievable. Because
4: there were times, like, when he pinned him at the one or two, okay, at least Penn State doesn't have a chance to score for a while. Uh, yeah. And we may get the ball back, and, and then they'd get the ball right back, and then three plays later, they're punting, and it was just. But, yeah, he did his best to keep Iowa within striking distance.
1: Hello. Hey there. Yeah, Yeah. Uh,
6: just reminiscing about the the game last week, as I have been throughout the week with offense and blah, blah, blah. But uh, the color commentator and the play-by-play, who are those guys again? Sorry. Do you remember from the last game?
3: Oh, boy. Um, No.
6: Regardless, I think it was the play-by-play, and I I couldn't help but laugh out loud and felt embarrassed for us, but at one point towards the end of the game, he said, First down, Iowa. And then the other guy chimed in and says, I haven't been able to say that in three hours.
5: <laughs> well, they only and, had four.
3: Yeah, I don't yeah. know who the commentators we were. We do. I just can't remember. I never watched CBS football. I haven't uh, watched okay. CBS football in, in a long time. And I don't pay attention. You didn't watch the game? I did, but I can't remember who they yeah, were. I don't pay attention. I don't know I they never they pay attention yeah, to but that but stuff like I uh,
6: probably should. Three hours. You know, I just was like, yeah, this is real. This well, yeah, really they got how many,
4: what they get. Two first downs on their first drive. Yeah, yeah, and then they had two. The rest <laughs> and then, of then that was yeah. Yeah, so no, it was tough. Bleak.
1: You know what it was? Um, it was
4: b- a butt kicking. Can we say that? It was yes. Ask Ask <laughs> ask
2: kicking, ass kissing, Ask, ask yeah. kissing. It was. It, was it, it definitely qualified as a. Uh, uh, uh,
3: uh. <laughs> they took <laughs> us. <for> sure. They <laughs> took us to the woodshed. Yeah,
6: they took. Yeah, we we, we belong in prison. <laughs> well,
3: Jesus. I don't know yeah. that we can jail us, but <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: thanks, man.
4: With that guard Prison. from that guard from Midnight Express. <laughs> yeah. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, He was mean. And a, 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 a sex psycho. Remember that he was going to yeah. try to rape William Hayes yeah. at the end of that movie? Yeah. And he pushed him into the, got away, volume highs. That's how <laughs> oh. they pronounce his name, all those Turkish judges over there. Hello. You've seen that movie, haven't you, Souter? Midnight Express. I don't know.
3: I don't, I don't know.
4: You'd remember if you've seen that.
2: Yeah, it didn't have commercials. Oh, <laughs> I know. No.
4: 1979. Oliver Stone, one of his first scripts.
3: I don't know if I saw it or not. I might have. Hello.
1: Hello. I think one of the announcers was Jason Manetti.
3: Oh, okay. So what? did he used to be the White Sox guy?
4: Yeah, I think he, he does.
1: still is a White Sox guy. Okay. He does
4: real good. I think he's good. He's done stuff. Yeah, he does a lot of different stuff.
1: Well, he'd be the kind that would say, I haven't heard that in three hours. Okay. Yeah. Fair he's... statement. He's... He yeah. talks like that all the time with Steve Stone. Okay. It was a true statement. Yeah, Steve Stone.
4: Remember when we had Steve Stone on, he talked yeah. about Jason. Yeah. They're, they're very close. Yeah.
1: Now is uh, Michigan State more of a running team or a passing team? Well,
4: they've got eight. They've got about nine hundred passing yards, and their run running back has almost four hundred. But I don't think they're still that good at either one. To be honest uh, with
3: they're you, they're not. But uh, we got to play better. Obviously, but I,
4: here I am saying that, and their quarterbacks have twice as many passing yards as Iowa does. Yeah, that just shows you how bad. I mean, I still gave Iowa. I I give McNamara the edge. Even though his stats are nothing compared to, and I Nova saw Harris. when
3: you I read your synopsis, and you know I could tell you were kind of worrying with yourself on that.
4: Well, because it's hard to give Cade McNamara the edge, but then again, the Michigan State quarterbacks have been bad. They just it just lets you know though how few stats Iowa has. How
3: right fu- now. futile it has been. I mean, it's for Cade.
4: but Cade did do a lot, but again, he did all that at Michigan, so. We'll see. I mean, it, it was, I had to give them the – run. their running back has almost 400 yards. Iowa's leading rusher has less than 200. Yeah. And two of their best running backs are out. I gave Michigan State the edge. At run, offensive well, as li- well you should have. Offensive line was hard. I mean, so – but, yeah, it was um, – the, there were some tough ones. Defense was pretty easy. I mean, I yeah. I, mean, Iowa, I give the edge, and special teams, of course, is simple. Um, but it would be nice to get a nice return from Cooper DeGene. I mean, that's, Wouldn't one, that be nice? that's one thing that's been kind of missing. He's come close a few times. It'd be nice, and it'd be nice to get. But now they're not even returning kicks.
3: Yeah, I don't get that. That kind of pissed me off. Well,
4: of Wetchin looked why frustrated. Try? He he kind of punched the ball one time. It looked like he really wanted to return. My guess is they'll say weather, worried about t- paranoid.
3: Turn you know, so try, you know, make something well, happen. Yeah. Well, he's moving
1: with the blackout that they feel like they're in a black hole. Well,
3: I uh, hope it doesn't feel like
1: that.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's, wouldn't and don't
1: been. you think the Cubs have kind of shot themselves in the...
3: What, they <laughs> lost all three to... They lost, they,
1: w- they were swept by Atlanta. Yeah, they
4: got beat by a better team.
1: <laughs> and, and the Marlins are, uh, their game was delayed... But even if they lose, they're still tied, and they have the tiebreaker. That's
4: right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not yeah. feeling even Hunter now. They're gonna. Ha- cool.
3: I think they might have to sweep Milwaukee, and Let's even that. then, that might not be yeah, enough. They'll I don't
1: have to sweep Milwaukee, and then Pittsburgh's gonna have to beat the Marlins. And my
3: guess is they probably won't sweep Milwaukee. And Pittsburgh's probably not gonna. So yeah, no, they Pittsburgh
4: had a chance, down. and they've just kind of peed it down their leg.
1: Yeah. Well, the bad part is when we lost the two to the Rockies out there. And then we lost two to Pittsburgh at home. That was Those were the killers. Those so were the all. killers right there. Yep. That was
4: part of a stretch where they lost 10 of 13 games. Yeah. That was the there it was right there.
1: Okay guys, Well, enjoy your day. Yep. Thanks Carl. Oh, remember the Field Hockey today.
4: Number 1 uh, ranked Iowa right. Field Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. There you go. All right, thanks
1: uh, Carl. We'll see you. Bye. There you go. Yeah. You guys should
4: carry Iowa field hockey on the radio, Lang and Molly. Can you imagine that, <laughs> Lang and Molly doing Iowa field hockey?
3: <laughs> so that's 3 o'clock against OSU.
4: Could you sell that?
3: Uh, no. No. You don't think so? No. No.
4: How do you think Lang and Molly would do with their field hockey expertise?
3: <laughs> now, we might be able to sell a NCAA field hockey package. That we might be able I to I could – uh, this team's
4: number one ranked. and uh, Yeah, I think there's uh, – I think there'll be some interest. I mean,
1: 3 OSU. what
2: Jesus? What was that? No, that was it was me. Yeah, the phone went off. Oh. I hit the wrong thing.
3: <laughs> but um, I
4: I I just think I, I well, when I think about this team, I don't I I I can't picture this season completely falling apart because I think there's too much stability in certain areas in the program and the schedule. So I, I am, I'm going to sound like Kirk. I'm just going to take this one game at a time. Now, if they go out and they lose Saturday, then we know there is a potential disaster in the making. I just don't think that's going to happen.
3: Because Michigan State's in disarray. They're, well, they're not, not very, very good. good.
4: I mean, they're, yeah, they're in disarray, but they're just not very good. I mean, stats can be misleading, too. I mean, that, Noah Kim's got almost 900 passing yards.
3: Yeah, Well, he can wing it, but he just makes and, too many mistakes. And
4: McNamara has 459. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, Cade does have four touchdown passes. I mean, everyone's doing the Peters comparison. Peters had more passing yards, but he only had one touchdown. Cade's, Cade's had four. But, no, to me, Cade has been no better and really no no better or no worse than what Spencer was. No. Well,
3: and what Maybe that,
4: a little worse in some ways.
3: What that might tell you is that maybe there's some systemic problems
4: well i think that's what a lot of people have convinced themselves for years i mean i mean because the one thing that doesn't change is is kirk's offense i
3: mean if I you're mean, flirting around the one the 130th best offense in the country for two or three years running <laughs>
4: well i think if you're 100 or below which they consistently are that ain't that ain't good i mean no. it's, and i and but I also don't think Kirk is built in a way at 68 years of age to where all of a sudden he's going to say, okay, let's go spread. Who let's we, open it up. Let's open it up. Let's go spread. Let's completely change how and who we recruit. I don't see that happening. I still, I'm still, i convinced that he still thinks his way can win this grudge match. I, I, and he will always point to his record, what have you. And the, the record is fine, but they're not elite that's the last frontier to me. That's what's left la- That's what all that's left for Kirk is to make another. You know, they've had little brushes with being elite. You know, the two, four to the 2002 to four, the the 2019 win in 11 games, and then of course 2012. Nothing's ever. I think the last thing for Kirk is to win a Big Ten title, and to be in that 11 to 13 win for like a two- or three-year run. To me, that's I – mean, But he you can't that, do that with a 130th, 130th No, that's offense. just it. That's what's being – the offense is what's keeping that from happening. The offense isn't keeping them from winning anywhere from seven to ten games. No. They've proven that. They can do that. The offense is keeping them from being in those big, huge bowl games that matter at the end of the season.
3: And the, the elite teams we've played in the last two, three years, we've them. gotten thrashed.
4: Just get, beat them. The offense has no – Pulse and the defense can only do so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so it's – it is um, – it'd be tough playing defense knowing you have to give – I mean, of course, every defense wants to shut out, but a lot of defenses go out there knowing they got a little margin for error because their offense is going to pick them up. This Iowa defense goes out there saying, Jesus, if we don't
3: – got to get it we, we got to
4: get this done. We can't allow anything. Let's get it – then you play tight. and It's just – I don't know. I mean, it's going to basically come down to, of course, players. So my response to that is – then they need to recruit better at offensive skill positions, and if it, if namely it, wide receiver,
3: and if it's execution, 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 you know, most kids between the ages of eighteen and twenty-two aren't going to be perfect all the time. And if one person fails on their assignment, blows up the whole play.
4: and to me, if you just continue to say execution, then you're basically sort of throwing the players under the bus. Well, and that's, I mean, because to yeah. me. When a coach says execution, I interpret it as, yeah, the moment the play leaves my mouth to tell the players what to do, the execution becomes their responsibility. And that's, to me, um, and I, you know, and Kirk will say that, but he'll also right away say, but it's everybody. Kirk doesn't ever leave the players just out to dry i mean he'll if he does say we got to execute better and he'll right away he'll say and i mean everybody coaches uh, and i think that's his ways execution from like kirk saying that could also mean yeah we got to execute better play calls the better strategy this and that so I, that can be a lot of things but at some point you got to also just wonder do we i mean right now do they have the right wide receivers to of course, the receiver's are going to say they do. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. Is this more... I mean,
3: are they strong? Is the wide receiver room better stocked than it was at the start of last year? Oh, yeah, yes. which isn't saying much. No, it isn't. But, but it, it, it is, is better
4: stocked. But obviously, they don't have much faith in the wide receivers, or they would call more plays where they're targeted. I asked Nico about that. Not an easy question to ask either. He handled it well. He laughed when I asked him. And I said, I go, man, I know I, I don't want that to sound like criticism. I just said, I go, do you ever wonder being that you're targeted so infrequently if do the coaches not have faith in you receivers that was not an easy question to ask because it's kind of a you know it's but he handled it fine and he said you know i can't even begin to think about stuff like that because when the ball does come my way if i have that mindset i may not be able to be in the right frame of mind to make the catch which i thought was a great answer Mm -hmm. and my guess is Nico, of course he's frustrated. I'm guessing there's times when he's alone with people that he knows and trusts. He might say a little stuff different than he says to the media, but of course, I mean, even if he is frustrated, you gain nothing by coming out and sharing it with us yahoos. I mean, and it's not like we're just all hunting for the bulletin board hot takes, but it's a fair question when the receivers aren't getting the ball to ask, why aren't you guys getting the well, ball?
3: They've gotten, there's been, what, 156 receivers nationally. Individual receivers have more catches than the well, Iowa Nico's, wide receiver rule. Nico,
4: um, yeah, I mean, you, where, where was that from? Stay <laughs> out. I,
3: so, I mean, well, I know you saw it, it was You're on. You're not researching Actually, it. it was on Twitter. Okay, that's right.
4: So. Oh, yeah, I saw your back on Twitter.
3: I got yeah. back in. Yeah, yeah. He
4: signed. I saw you signed up, because I said you, Suterman is now following you.
2: Yeah. Why did you get back in?
4: Just wanted to. Looks like recruiting. I saw who you're following. He's just a recruiting nut.
3: Yeah. Just checking on
4: stuff. A lot of it was
3: recruiting. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of women's basketball stuff.
4: Um, yeah, I didn't know where you were going with that at first.
2: Uh,
3: Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> yeah. No, no political stuff. Well,
2: you'll see it anyway. But, say, I. Haven't got any political stuff either. I'm
4: I'm getting more Beatles than anything. I, I just non-stop Beatles. I, don't I get, get plenty
3: it. of Beatles on Facebook.
4: Non-stop Beatles stuff to where I'm freaking sick of it. I'm sick of the Beatles. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing pictures of of John Lennon in his apartment in 1967. By you know, it was
2: suggested for me what. Based on my uh,
4: like interest. Bay City Rollers, Uriah
2: Heap. Well, that's because we bring <laughs> I them have up here. Never... We bring them up here, everyone. Well, so somebody's yeah, listening to this. Never station. got on the phone. I and... brought up.
4: I've asked you guys about Uriah Heap, and all you guys do is badmouth
2: them. Well, one song,
4: avant garde trash. I think you called them something like this.
2: <laughs> we had one song. What was their song? Easy living. Yeah. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I hated that song. That's yeah, stupid. It was okay. Yeah,
4: and it's not easy living. No. Maybe if it is your if you're Raya Heap, you yeah. think they're all just loaded, just living the high life?
2: No. No.
4: Yeah, I don't well I don't weren't they were they sixties they... and seventies? Yeah. yeah. They're not still what are they down at like
2: the the one heap.
4: <laughs> I was gonna say they're down at the local pub on Friday.
3: Uh, well they could be
2: on the okay, see, casino. Now, now I'll make it even worse because I'm uh, googling it.
4: Well,
3: they could be on the casino well, I'm circuit. I'm the sure casino circuit was pro- is probably really popular Oh, uh, sure it is.
4: Yeah, I could see a you
3: lot. You know, 2-3000 of... people.
4: That's good for the casino and it's enough to make the guys in the band happy. Should we suggest a wild roast to get Uriah
3: Heep, should we try to make it happen?
2: <laughs> wow. Uh they've had uh three people die.
3: Jeez. So they're down to just Uriah then.
2: Uh John Wetton was in it.
3: Well,
4: my guess is some oh, of those he guys was are probably, the, uh, those guys are probably in their seventies or eighties, right? I mean
3: I would hope. I think Wasn't John Wetton in Asia? Yeah.
4: He went from Uriah Heap to Asia. Yeah. See, I don't remember him. So King Crimson, Uriah Heep, yes. And what was the other band that was part of Asia?
2: Band members. But this is this still your, uh, they're still but aren't forming. they older
4: than Suter? those guys are older than Suter. I yeah. mean they've got to be close to eighty.
2: Well, this guy is uh, fifty nine.
4: Well, yeah, but these are those are. Yeah, those aren't. What do they call well, the those in the media are, when they are, are become yeah. new members of bands? They yeah. these guys are,
2: but the second the, generation the band <clears throat> is still out there performing. That's what's
4: so weird about these bands. The original members all go away, and then other younger people just step into the role and become the band that they're really not. The band it's just they've it released is strange
2: twenty five studio albums.
4: Oh, that doesn't surprise me. They were around forever. Right.
2: But I only, I've only heard, well, one heard song. of Easy Living, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Their most successful album, what year? Nineteen sixty-nine. Sixty-nine was I'd seventy-two. Say. Okay, it was number twenty-three on Billboard. Demons well, that, and Wizards.
4: That's pretty good to go number twenty-three no, on that's, Billboard. That's yeah, that's. Solid. I think a lot of musicians would love to be able to say they. I uh, never yeah.
2: got there. But everybody that's been in the band, ex- well, Mick Box uh is an original uh from 69 to what year time. was he born uh
4: so the band started
2: 76 in... he was born in 47
4: okay so the band started in 69 so wow he he's was, been like, with well, well, he was whole... like 18 when they started yeah
2: he's been with them the whole time
4: so basically they're your age Captain.
2: everybody else is uh is uh I, I can't saying.
4: believe you never crossed paths with Uriah Heap during your many years in no. radio and promotion. No. How did that happen? Explain that.
2: Uh, probably avoidance.
4: Okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, they're not one of my. No, don't I, they I, call that avant-garde music or what? Uh, what is the term for?
3: I don't know what. I don't know what they. What genre is that? I, crap.
4: <laughs> Hunter just said rock and roll, uh, kind of with an edge to him. I think uh, he doesn't like where this conversation's going.
2: I just. Easy living was just well. That is rock and roll,
4: bad yeah, rock, bad it is, rock and roll. But
3: it isn't well. Uh, see, when people say all oh, seventies rock was the greatest, no, it no, wasn't. not all of it, it was. No, listen, no, no. every
2: decade. Uh oh, uh oh, exactly.
4: You
7: forget, you forget the album rock classic Stealin' and uh, Sweet Lorraine.
4: Oh, you're right, I did forget them.
3: Yeah, me too. <laughs>
4: yeah.
7: Stealin' to me is uh, Jane's Addiction. <laughs> That's Ben caught stealing. Yeah. So you
4: like Hunter? You like your right heat?
7: Do you like variety? I don't like. I have a couple other CDs.
4: Okay, I don't have any.
3: Well, I have more power to you, Jim. Yeah.
4: You don't have easy living here. No. But yeah, that song. I mean, I remember hearing that on the. I, I, also, I think we do on one of the. Okay, what was bigger that or Jackie Blue by Ozark Mountain Daredevils? Daredevils. What do you think was a more?
3: Oh, they'd be. T- I would comparable.
2: Say- i would guess i would say Ozark mountain Derrick. i would
4: have said that i wonder because that had, it would
2: have got played on more stations that
4: had to have climbed into the top 10 didn't it it seemed like that song was jackie off. blue jackie Blue. i didn't mind it i, I didn't like i it. got tired of it though but it was on all the time
2: let's see
4: oh captain you um when we were at wild rose um the guy what was the name of the man who helped Walt. Walt? he was so so helpful by the way I, his story about Eddie Money was cool, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Because um, you, he said that Eddie Money, when he um, performed there, what did he say? The most down to earth, nicest guy you would yeah, meet, yeah. and you'd kind of he said really he He just said he was just no. a super nice guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, he really seriously was. Yeah, you know, a lot of, yeah. And I mean, he had some addiction problems. Uh, well, that doesn't mean you're no, no. I get time. what you're. That doesn't but mean you're not. But even when annoyed. he had those problems, because um, I did one of the concerts when he. When he was uh, rumored to have those problems, i didn't notice it, but he was just as nice a man That's was
4: down to earth was what yeah. Walt said, and I thought and, you'd and you'd, he's you'd,
2: one of those guys that I mean he you know remembers you you know yeah. and, uh, I mean
4: I told you what Marv said to me I, he, I talked to him again briefly yeah he says he's still getting feedback from people who listen to that stuff. Oh, no, and was, he, was, he said, "Cousins, I haven't so. spoken to in a while." And he goes, "Friend." He goes, I, "He goes." I'm amazed at how many people have told me they really enjoyed that look back at. Um, and and he said, "He goes." I'm glad you guys had me on. I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, well,
3: Jackie Blue hit number three.
4: Okay, that's what I.
3: And Easy Living hit what? Okay. Easy well, the life. album hit
4: twenty-three. I thought you said. Yeah,
3: the album did. Easy.
4: Jackie Blue came out afterwards, didn't it? it? Came out more in the late seventy, didn't it?
3: I would say so. seventy four. Okay. Wow. Or mid. Yeah.
4: God, to think though, Tom, almost fifty years ago. Yeah. Jackie Blue. Yeah,
3: I didn't like Jackie I Blue. I kind of I found it annoying. Yeah,
4: I mean it was not it didn't.
3: Okay.
4: What about since you've been gone by Rainbow?
3: Twenty five.
4: Okay, so yeah, Jackie Blue was. Uh, how about Smoking in the Boys' Room? Wasn't that Brownsville Station? Yeah. You, did you like that? Yeah. That's because you were Smoking in the Boys' Room, weren't you?
3: Uh, probably. <laughs> smoking in the Boys' room. I
4: hated that song. But it was on all... It was another one that was on...
3: It was one of those that was easy and fun to play. Yeah, though. I could you see. Know, I could, no pressure. So your
4: band played it? Yeah. Okay. I could see. No
3: pressure. Easy You know, chords you learn in, in five seconds. So would that be
4: you and Ann singing that together?
3: Uh, Ann would have been singing the backup. Backup.
4: And either one of you would Actually, do it.
3: my brother Steve, I think, sang lead on that. Did
4: anyone do it? You had to have had a cigarette when you were doing it, weren't you? Like <laughs> the side of your mouth? No. That would have been great. Ann has one st- heater stick. What do they call them? Lung dart sticking Hitting out of the side of Number three. Number three.
3: 1973. Okay. What was number three? Yeah, was smoking smoking in, in the boys', boys room. room. Yeah.
4: So it got as high as. As Jackie Blue both yeah. got to number three.
3: Well, then somebody had a hit with it in the 80s, too. It wasn't Brownsville Station, uh, you're it was right. Somebody I, else. Yeah,
4: uh, you're right. I can't remember.
3: Was that the Motley Crue Motley Motley might Crue. have been. Okay. Yeah, it was. yeah.
4: I would not have, I'm li- wow. not a big fan of the crew. Oh, are you? No, yeah, no. I'm just Guns N' Roses. None of that stuff is.
2: Guns N' Roses had some good You like sense. November Rain, right? Yeah. Right. It's no- a great song.
4: I, it's, not, it's okay. Great it's a little song. Oh, it's the best song
6: Ever. Think, ever. ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But no, Well,
5: for... the
3: intro to Sweet Child of Mine is pretty cool. Mm, yeah. I always liked that. Yeah.
4: Is the, that the one where
2: you go?
3: No, the, the guitar intro and then the little bass doom. Ax- oh, I liked
4: the Axel Rose.
3: Not a big Axel fan. And <laughs> well, now he's in commercial. Was it? he
4: I believe he was married to the one of the Everly Yeah bo- uh, boys' daughter. Yeah. At one point, Axel Rose was. I just never liked that type of music. I know a lot of people do. The no, more, I'm not I'm, with I'm you. not criticizing it. I just it just never has really and some people will say, Well, you like Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin and Well you can't compare. You can't compare. I know that a lot of those bands credit Led Zeppelin for taking him down that heavy metal route, but you can't compare Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue to Led Zeppelin. Totally different sounds. I just think different
2: influence and really genre.
4: Yeah, and I'm not saying that the yeah. the musicians like what's his name? The the musician Stash or Slash. Slash. He's very talented. Oh yeah. But the, I don't like his guitar as much as Jimmy Page or Led, uh, it's
2: just, Led Zeppelin was based uh blues in blues yeah and, yeah and weren't
4: they accused of almost didn't some people say they stole a bunch of blues stuff which i didn't think was fair
2: no they said that about it you know they said elvis i don't know how you can steal when you're paying royal people that yeah the you're, money you're paying them you're helping
4: promote their product in some way well to me, elvis I think was,
2: exposed a lot of people to black musicians yeah. uh, no ifs ands or buts about it you know uh um, so, so did pat boone oddly enough yeah so did pat boone i mean was he
4: the king of the no roger who was king of the road that
2: was roger, roger miller. miller
4: okay what did pat boone see what was he gave us debbie i know that right uh, he,
2: yes, he did, did
3: tutti Fruity and crap but he he covered a lot of the black artists yeah. with a very white bread version yeah. of the songs and made massive hits out of them yeah wow. but he,
2: but what he did was he at least exposed, you know, radio other than Deep South black stations wouldn't play it unless a white guy did it. Uh, but then when the white guys were doing it, people got, you know, they, curiosity. To hear and the they, originals. Yeah, and they Sure, started, uh, was, in a way he was promoting them. It, it, yeah. Very much so. No. Uh, very much uh, yeah. so. Yeah, but no. people say, well, stole, the, you know, Elvis or Boone or whatever stole. He didn't steal
3: I've seen Pat on a few uh, PI commercials. Yeah, he's uh, pushing
2: uh, 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 bathroom remodeling. (laughs) Uh huh. Pat Boone is. He's sitting in a tub with bare chested, (laughs) and it ain't good. And he's he's got to be ninety one. I was going to say he's he's eighty (laughs) six. It ain't good looking. (laughs) So
4: that's not going to want to make you buy that bathroom product, is it?
2: (laughs) No, I. You know, I mean better. He's probably in better I mean, shape than I am. Debbie right?
4: Boone's probably... If he she's is 89.
3: Still, 89. I, th- I would have thought even a little older. Yeah. But
2: is
4: that, Debbie Boone still alive?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: She's got to be in her 60s, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Because, hell,
3: I'm... I s- would sure think so. Well,
4: oh, this has been fascinating. We'll get back to the Hawks for you people wondering. I mean, yeah. it's Well, because
3: I- we've got to take a break here, so... 67.
2: Oh, yeah. Debbie Boone, okay, so...
4: Yeah, it is already... Jeez, it's already 10 to 10. What do you hey, think
2: Pat Boone's debt worth?
4: Though? Um... See, you guys would know this one more than me.
2: Thirty-one million. I was gonna just say fifty. Fifty million. Exactly. Oh well, that was just boom. A, yeah. That I, but that, I was, boom. that was with no. I just threw that out there. Hello.
0: Speaking of still alive, I saw Jimmy Carter was in Plains, Georgia yeah. the other day. Yeah, you think I he's did. Thinking about making a run. <laughs> I did see that. What
4: a warrior, man!
0: He's got one term
5: left. <laughs> well, yeah. he's old enough. Yeah, yeah. that's true.
0: Yeah,
4: nine. <laughs> I yeah. think they'd like him to get to 100, uh, then they'll yeah, have yeah. It. yeah. So, no, <laughs> that, I mean, he's hanging on, man. What a fighter.
2: All right, we'll be right back. Mighty 1630, KCJJ. 1 800
3: 800 Rose. 1 800 800 Rose, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1
6: 800.
3: 800, 800 Rose It's so easy, just remember one number 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist 1-800-800-ROSE
6: Remember
2: Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483.
6: Let's start building your dream home today. There's a problem here in eastern Iowa. There's not enough Hawkeye fans. I mean, really, shouldn't everybody be a Hawkeye fan? Well, maybe not, but you should be a fan of my team at Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson, and my team of experts at Hawkeye Title and Settlement know what they're doing. Call us at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone
2: take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care for your entire family.
7: The Sanctuary Pub in downtown Iowa City has been a fixture since 1972 and still features a classic menu such as the classic Shepherd's Pie, handcrafted pizzas, and craft beers and cocktails. The Sanctuary Pub is known for its warm and cozy atmosphere. That's the perfect place to spend time with family and friends while enjoying live music. Support great local food with socially distanced dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through Chomp Delivery. The Sanctuary Pub is located at 405 South Gilbert Street. Full menu options are online at sanctuarypub.com. Come experience the Sanctuary Pub. You won't ever want to leave. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. When you go to a family restaurant, you want three things. One, a wide selection of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. Two, you want those selections to be affordable and delicious. And three, you want to be treated like family. You get all three at the Midtown Family Restaurant. Breakfast items available anytime the doors are open. Legendary tenderloins, onion rings, and hot roast beef sandwiches. And special ribeye and shrimp nights. Daily specials at each location. And no matter if you're coming in solo or with a group of 20, you get the same special family treatment. The Midtown Family Restaurants according to Scott streets and at the Walmart Plaza on Highway 1 West. Follow them on Facebook or at MidtownFamily.com. The family's waiting for you. GT Car, owner of Suples Building and Remodeling, has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years. The trained professionals at Suples Building and Remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job, no matter how big or small. They also stand behind their work and offer no-nonsense, exceptional customer service, from design to completion and beyond. Whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house addition, you'll have the confidence that Suples Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit suples.net or call them today at 319-337-2246. If you're looking for a new or used car, truck, or SUV, you should know Deary Ford is here for you. To give you the best selection and pricing on new Fords, Deary Ford is here for you. To work with
3: long-term experienced sales and service reps, Deary Ford is here for you. To give you the highest trade values, Deary Ford is here for you. To provide pickup
7: and delivery and mobile service for our customers, Deary Ford is here for you. Hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. Football fans. This is Bill Leichnering of the Oxyoke Inn. We are on your way to or from the game. We're ready to serve you with the same quality food and customer service you've come to trust for over 80 years. The Oxyoke Inn is serving our famous Sunday brunch buffet with lunch, dinner, banquets, and carry-out daily. From our Oxyokin family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon in the heart of Amana.
1: The Oxyoke Inn.
7: From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios, in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City.
5: Herteen and stalker Jewelers. Making memories, making moments.
2: This weekend, the calendar switches from September to October, but I tell you what, the weather's going to feel a whole lot more like it's July. Today, sunshine, 85 this afternoon, the wind out of the southeast at 5 to 15. Clear tonight, 63. Tomorrow, sunshine and even a little humid tomorrow with a high right around 90. On Sunday, mostly sunny, 88. We will drop back down to more seasonal temperatures by late next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it is 66. KCJJ
0: weather brought to you by
2: Plum Supply.
7: Plum Supply, kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so
3: beautiful.
2: We are back. We're back.
3: We are back, 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 back.
4: Ninety and humid
3: tomorrow.
6: Yeah,
3: yeah, but this will be. A...
4: Then what do you say next week? Mostly in the eighties.
2: Eighties uh, uh, Monday, mid eighties Tuesday, then seventies. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it can be hot in October. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the end of October, it's damn cold. And... No, then November, December, January. November February. rain. <laughs> there's not a lot of that. No, somebody said once, uh you to consider King Crimson. I progressive I, rock, I never really.
3: Yeah, a gentleman called uh, or s- sent an email on the yeah. break saying you were searching for progressive rock.
4: I actually wasn't, but if that is the right answer, then, I don't know if it I is I thought or there not. was something called avant garde that was these well avant garde bands or whatever
3: would be maybe kind I'm, of. Something Roberto would play. Okay, is that fair, Jim? Yeah,
2: I'm trying to think
4: of another. Hunter, could you think of another band that would maybe fall into that category? No, the avant-garde.
2: Wouldn't that be uh, somebody said in chat room Warren Zevon?
4: Yeah, I wouldn't call that, but um, mm-hmm. you guys,
3: it's depressing rock. I love. Zivon. I don't know what I would call Warren Zevon. I
4: just. Okay, that well, would make... But the,
3: yeah. the, you wouldn't call that punk? Uh, e- or glam rock?
4: That's what I was glam thinking rock of. Glam rock, I believe. But I don't know where I can... New from. York Dolls. But obviously, yeah. the avant-garde is something, because you guys have heard... When I bring it... Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I brought up New York Dolls to Hunter, and he said that's more punk.
3: Well, and then the, what I said to Jim, too, is it's really hard to label bands because... No band, when you get outside a country, no band really fits super neatly into a, a, a tag. So would
4: you put Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and the Doors in the same group? Okay. Are they uh, all just classic rock?
3: avant
2: uh, mm-hmm. would be, uh, according to Google, uh, Yoko Ono, John Cage, uh, Frank Zappa, Brian Uno. Okay,
4: okay. Brian uh, Eno,
2: Pink Floyd. Wow, they have Pink Floyd. Yeah. Nico, Laurie Anderson. Interesting. Moondog.
4: See, to me, Pink Floyd was the epitome of classic rock, but with their own unique sound. When I think of... Who? Oh, yeah. See Emily play and all the Sid Barrett stuff. Yeah, that... uh... Captain Beefheart. I I remember.
3: See, I just thought his stuff was (laughs) just crap. (laughs) Honest to God. It wasn't...
4: What about Country Joe and the
2: Fish? I don't know what the hell that is. Kind of a, kind of a pure prairie league. <laughs> well, it's more pop. Yeah, really.
4: What was Captain Beefheart sound? I know you're saying. I mean, what's? Did he do anything famous?
3: I don't think, I don't so. think so. Wasn't
4: Not he that, the one who said, "Where's the?" No, that was who said, "Where's the beef?" That's Clark.
3: What was Captain Beefheart? <laughs> I can't remember his real name, but wasn't he in the Mothers of Invention also? I believe. I yeah. believe you are. Yeah. yeah,
4: and you didn't like them
3: either. No. God. <laughs> Brown
2: Shoes Don't Make It. Did he ever hear it? I did not. Well, I'd have to hear it. Frank Zappa was absolutely a freaking musical genius.
3: Oh, no no doubt about yeah, it. I mean, he, That he, being he, said, he, I didn't like his music. I didn't
4: like much of it. There were some I did, but no, I, I just... But it, he
3: was incredible.
2: It you know, just oh, didn't work for me. conducted the New York... Oh, yeah, he Monic was a genius. And Boston Pops. And
4: didn't he name one of his kids Moon Unit? Moon yep, Unit. And, and, and dweezil. dweezil.
2: Dweezil. I interviewed him um did you ask him
4: why he named his kid Moon unit
2: i i think when i interviewed him I, I don't know how how many kids he had or anything we didn't really talk about that in fact i didn't really ago. interview him he just talked and he just you know i i be... would say yeah and he'd go on i mean and his
4: kids are probably in there it was a long time ago There, his kids are probably 40
2: 50 years super years old. political I yeah,
4: mean, oh, I remember uh, seeing. I remember yeah. Tom Snyder watching him on Tom Snyder one well, time.
3: and Dweezil's keeping his music alive. Right? Yeah,
4: I'm with most incredible player too. I respect more what he was than how he sounded. If that, if that uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, well, it wasn't bandstand stuff. It just
4: his music
3: it, was not particularly but, accessible. Yeah. Is how I would. Well, it. Uh, Valley Girl. <laughs> I did like Cruise Slot, and I don't believe it. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was a good song. <laughs> Of course I'll introduce you to Warren. (laughs) And he did not do drugs. No.
4: He was very much against it.
2: Yeah, against
3: drugs. He
4: smoked cigarettes. A lot. Yeah. Now that I think about it, (laughs) almost every picture you see. (laughs) That was the way with a lot of those. I mean, you look back. Well, now I know because the Beatles. I mean, the photos of Paul, one of them almost always had a cigarette lit. Or a lung dart.
2: He... uh, he came to us through the we, we put a bumper sticker out, came from H. bumper sticker that said Zappa for president. Okay, uh, and, and win. This, They turned this... him on to that, and then and he called in one morning, and and uh, first the uh, the record rep called in and said that this guy's not fooling you. This is Frank Zappa that's gonna call you, or else I would have thought. You know,
5: it was a yeah, prank sure. call. Yeah,
2: fake Zappa. Yeah, but he was—he was really. Uh, you imagine
4: having a fake Zappa on here?
2: Would you like that? <laughs> fake Zappa.
3: <laughs> now
5: I
2: did
3: tell, I did tell Rex Brandstatter the other day that we had the fake Rex on.
2: How many
4: times has that person called?
3: Just once, as far yeah. as I know, and he was terrific. Yeah. Just this station, is this? Good,
2: good Lord. I
3: don't know. <laughs>
4: Do, can we even make it back to the Hawks?
3: <laughs> I don't know if we can. <laughs>
4: you think you think it will be? I know it's a sellout, but do you think every seat will be filled tomorrow or close to where you mm-hmm. won't see? Yeah, I, I think so. I now if they,
3: although ninety degrees yeah. at kickoff, maybe. Well,
4: yeah, but you think at 7, it's six thirty-seven? It's going to still be ninety. I think 90? it'll be cooler than that because that is the one different... I mean, like this morning when I woke up, even though today's going to be pretty yeah. hot, when I came outside at seven o'clock, it was there's chilly. It didn't feel like summer. <laughs> Where some now of summer now you're headed
3: day. toward the phone yeah, yours is going to say. I'm going to to uh, bug here.
2: Yeah, uh, let me. Uh, Suitors
4: will say ninety-four. Yours will say like
3: fifty-nine. <laughs>
2: It's, let's see, Saturday. So
3: during the tailgate, it's going to be oh, 90. It's going to be hot. To 88, and then let's see. Kick uh, Kickoff is 637. It says it'll be like 83 or 4.
2: That's a pretty it decent says drop says 82, and it says it's going to hit 91.
4: So it'll be almost a 10-degree drop. I mean, yeah. that's not, I mean, 82 seems a lot more bearable to be sitting in the stands than you know, 91, then, okay, of course. Okay,
2: so we go to Wednesday. We go in the 70s. Uh, Thursday 70, seventy one. And perfect. then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of next week, uh sixty one. That's getting a
3: little So build uh sweatshirt weather for the game then maybe Yeah, I mean I don't
4: yeah. I, I like sixty one. I just would rather have it a little later in October. I mean I'd like to yeah. enjoy some like high sixties, low seventies for a while, wouldn't you? Yeah, Those you, you can't
2: the... predict this crap anymore. No,
4: but that's the perfect weather for me. High sixties, yeah. low seventies with yeah, very little. That's perfect.
2: I like jacket weather.
4: I don't even. That's to me. That's not even jacket weather. But at night it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm. But I don't. Of course, nobody likes it too hot or too cold. That'd be
3: borderline uh, hoodie and a long sleeve T-shirt for me. Probably
4: the high sixties, low seventies.
3: High sixties. Yeah. Sixties would be long sleeve T-shirt. Fifties definitely hoodie. Oh
4: yeah, definitely. And and I, I like, I like the fifties more than the nineties.
3: I don't like. Yeah.
4: Now, there are times where it's like if you're out going skiing or you're at water than the 90s, you'd rather have, of course, the 90s than the 50s. But if I had to choose consistently, wouldn't you rather have 50s than 90s? Uh, It's
3: a winning. tough one, isn't but, it? No, Ann would want the 90s. I'd, I would be right in between them. For me, it, you know, it's like 75 yeah. is perfect. Well, I
4: think most people would do that. Yeah. But if you had to choose between 50s and 90s to live in for like five years straight, what would you do? Fifties or nineties?
3: Well, nineties. I could be in a shorts and a t-shirt. Probably that.
4: Okay. What would you do? Fifties. I think I would too.
3: Yeah. I don't like hot.
4: And nineties are miserable. I can dress warm.
3: Well, nineties as long as the humidity is not high is okay. But
4: rarely it seems is the humidity low when it's in the nineties. It just yeah. doesn't.
2: Well, it's not going to be this weekend. It's going to be. Uh, That's what's going to be unusual about this late. The, yeah. So yeah, it's
4: I, in a way I'm sure these teams might like the fact they're playing at night. I don't know if players prefer that or whatever, but I think it's going to make it easier for everyone. But the tailgating, man, there's going to be a lot of drunk, hot people by the time that game starts. And if they do, because Mia reached out and says she hopes that they don't boo the players. I mean, most of the times booing at the stadium has been more toward the coaches, other than Petrus, wouldn't you say? Petrus, I think, unfortunately, has been booed sometimes single. But most of the booing when the fans boo... Is directed at certain members of the coaching staff for what's going on on the field.
3: I don't think we're in boo territory yet because Cade's still in a honeymoon phase. Well, with I think a lot that, of the fans. But
5: I think
4: if they're in the second quarter and they have four straight three and outs, I think there's going to be booing. Well, that's and fine. they won't be booing Cade necessarily. They'll be booing Brian and Kirk.
3: Well, if we have four consecutive three and outs at that point, you're probably right.
4: Yeah, I think there. I think the booing stage is here. It all depends on what goes on, on. Saturday. I mean, I, I hope they don't boo, but that's part of being a fan, and they're not necessarily booing the players. I think they're more booing the staff, because they hold... I mean, Kirk, the buck stops with Kirk.
3: I'll boo the officials.
4: How about the guy in the red hat?
3: Oh, it's Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
4: the guy. This guy's just doing his job. <laughs> yeah. Just doing his job. Tell
3: him the Ohio
2: State guy. <laughs> God, but it just starts screaming at him. And I'd go, you know, he... It's his job. He,
5: yeah. He's, I, mean, like, I told he's you before, gonna... I did
4: a story on him when I was with the Press Citizen. I It was a fun interview, too. I remember the guy calling me, and he said, I am the least popular guy. And Kennedy stated, they hate me more than the opponents. <laughs> and um, I asked him some of the stuff, you know, he goes, you know, I, a lot of it can't make it in the paper. I mean, some of the stuff people would say to him, I just, it's amazing that people hold him accountable for... The timeout For,
3: for the uh, full media timeouts? When he
4: has nothing to do with it other yeah. than just he's cycling it. Doing his job. He's doing his job.
3: Those full media timeouts are just brutal. Yeah,
4: and this game's on CBS.
2: No,
3: NBC. No, NBC, I'm sorry,
4: NBC. NBC. So it won't be how as do their timeouts compare to Fox?
2: Well, not Nothing's as many. as bad as Fox. Not as many. Okay. It'll be like three, three and a half minutes. As opposed Fox. to the
4: four, four and a half time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those
2: things are... No, nothing's as bad as,
3: as Fox.
4: So that'll make it somewhat more... But when are you going to start tailgating? Like-
3: I don't know. We haven't talked about it. Uh, let's see, 6.30. We'll probably uh, get there somewhere around 4 or 4.30. Okay,
4: so you don't... I mean, what, how would you handle if you got there like at 9 a.m.?
3: I, w- I wouldn't.
4: You wouldn't make it? No, I wouldn't well, do that. But if you, if you some people do, you couldn't handle it. I'm amazed at um, the people that can do that.
3: No, I mean drink from nine until six. Well, 30. you wouldn't
4: necessarily no, have I mean, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily have to drink the whole time. You could. Well, but
3: I probably would.
4: Okay, all right. Well, at least you're honest. I mean, I probably would too. I'd be I wouldn't make it to noon. So
3: I'm not one of those people who'll have a beer and then oh, I'm going to take a break. That's how I am. Cold I water. You, no, I can't do that.
4: Uh-uh. And I'd be I'd be I'm have a bunch that. of food and alcohol in me. I'd be asleep by noon on some blanket. <laughs> I couldn't sustain. And
3: then on the police reports the next day.
4: Yeah, people peeing on me. <laughs> Jesus. Remember that one where they found well, didn't they find some like high school principal passed out yeah. next to the stadium. Yeah. We got a good laugh out of that at yeah. his expense. You enjoyed. You'd love that. <laughs> and we got a lot of cheap petty laughs at, you know, the the thing up at Minnesota. What's her name again?
2: Uh Lois yeah, Feldman. We, we
1: what you
2: know, How do you not, to god, I'm trying to think of, I played music all my life, and I'm trying to think of bands. But the minute you say you got, I'm lowest. You did get you that. Just, did you know well, him too? Were yes, you, of course.
3: <laughs> but okay, I, I could remember does nobody remember the guy's name. <laughs> I never,
4: for some reason I never paid attention to the guy
3: because <laughs> they but, expect bad behavior out of guys, <laughs> yes, probably. Yes. Well,
4: I mean, why wouldn't you look at Iowa athletes?
2: <laughs> honest the god, though. I'm trying to think of okay, what was this band and every and then uh, you mentioned that and it just yeah. boom. That but we had a lot of fun.
4: We had a lot of fun with that. But um, the principal one though, I think he, wasn't he passed out in his own vomit?
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: That, there's you can never go wrong with the when they're when they're lying in their own. Yet
3: hurl. Vodka Sam, even <laughs> with incredible amounts of alcohol, never didn't pass out.
4: Uh-uh. Didn't hurl either, did she? I don't oh. think so. She just how'd she get what she got arrested for just being a public nuisance? I know she was drunk, but how did she bring attention to herself? Do you remember that one? You guys had fun well, with that. Because
3: she was arrested with a point.
4: I know, but what was she doing three, though? Two, was she like five, dancing in the?
2: Like, I just I, I Google vodka, and the second thing that comes up is Vodka Sam, an Iowa University student who shot to viral fame after she was busted for drunken antics. Okay, so she's obviously bringing Antics attention to herself. Blew a point three four one. Wow, wow! And then gloated about it on Twitter. Now she says she regrets the incident. <laughs> oh, sure, she does. I didn't come to uh, college to drink and be vodka. Has she found
4: God?
3: <laughs> I, I don't, well, I don't she know. for a certain segment of the population, <laughs> me, she will always be vodka. There
4: you go. Well, hopefully she's. Well, I'm not saying that. Maybe that was an isolated incident. Who knows? She
2: says on national TV she no longer drinks or uses social media. So, hello. Okay.
0: Notre Dame plays at Duke tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. That's one and of our picks. They're usually, they're usually on NBC. Uh, does NBC only cover college football? Other college football teams? Yeah. When Notre Dame is.
3: No, they've got a deal with the, the Big Ten moving forward. Uh, I mean, we were on several times this year, both on Peacock and NBC, as are a number of other big. Oh, Ten and I've
4: teams. noticed Notre Dame isn't just on NBC. I've seen them on other channels too.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's, the only time they're not on it, they're not on NBC is when it's an away game, like, I, like I said, I think they're at Duke tomorrow.
4: Yeah, they are. Yeah. Duke's and undefeated. That's, that's, Duke's good. It's
0: one of their ACC games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: they do five of them, the I ACC
0: believe. ACC gets the rights to the TV. hmm And uh, anyway, hey, if we have a bad game tomorrow, what kind of music do you think
5: Donnie Patterson likes?
4: Or we'll discuss. I'm guessing, I, you know, I haven't asked him. I, I, I'm guessing if the way I know Don, I'm, he's in his early 70s. He oh, grew where's up in he Texas. from? He's Texas.
3: Texas. Texas. Texas, well, country or country swing? Yeah, maybe? Maybe, but
4: is is he too young for Marty Robbins? Don? No, I don't
3: know. But Probably I'm thinking not. maybe
4: some. Um, he maybe he's an Eagles fan. I he
3: could could be a Sleep at the Wheel type stuff too. But
4: I, I we'll, we'll ask him about music sometime because I've never wrote that. Maybe maybe we'll even ask him about it Monday. I mean, we'll, have we ever well,
0: ask ho- him. Hopefully the ho- hopefully the Hawks give him something good to discuss about. Of course, he'll have something. To discuss, no matter what, but
4: yeah, he will. But I think Don would. I mean, we'd much rather. It's so much more enjoyable breaking down a, a victory that last week was tough. Yeah, I mean, so but okay, yeah, go but, no, go but have we asked him? I don't he, think we have. Maybe we. Maybe we can break the ice tomorrow. We'll start with that, and um, or we can end with it. What we'll, we'll figure it out. But I'm well. If we lose, let's
3: start with it. Johnny Cash.
4: Could you see him being a Johnny Cash fan?
3: Yeah, Johnny Cash kind of crosses. Boundaries. I mean, he's one of those artists because I like Johnny Cash. I like some Johnny Cash. And I'm not, you know, it's pretty hardcore country, really.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lo- did a great uh, Nine Inch Wheels Hurt, I think it's called.
4: I love Ring of Fire. I mean, I, could, I'd I love mean, that song. Yeah,
2: it's that song.
4: Did you like the movie with Joaquin Phoenix playing him? Yes. Yeah, I thought he did all right. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, that's a tough character to play. Yeah, well, he's a. He's
3: as weird as... Ooh, walk, he's a yeah. strange dude. Yeah.
4: Yeah. But I think that's part of being a good actor.
3: Uh, yeah. And I liked uh, Reese Witherspoon as uh, June Carter. Yeah. I thought, yeah.
4: No, I, I watched that movie from start to finish. That's pretty good I've for seen me. it several times. Yeah, and I didn't... I thought it was okay. So, but no, I'm guessing Don... The, I could see the... Because the Eagles were really popular when Don was like in his late 20s, 30s. And what have you. So I could, it wouldn't surprise me if he said the Eagles. Maybe he says, maybe he says Bruce Springsteen, but he might be a little – well, when did Springsteen, mid-70s? Yeah,
3: I mean – Mid-70s. No, yeah.
4: no, we have not asked him about that. I think sometimes – but maybe, yeah. Um, if Yeah, win or lose. If they, so you say if they lose, we should start just to kind of get a little levity? Start, yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, if they lose, it's going to be really depressing. I mean, especially if oh they lose – Oh, my What if they lose, like, seven to six? And their two six points are from that no, two Drew Stevens It will be just yards.
3: so nasty. that They will be yeah. booing.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, if they lose seven to six, they'll boo that team off the field. But I still say they will be booing Kirk and Brian, not the players. I don't think it's directed much at the players. I mean, especially now that Spencer's not there. I think, it, like I said, I think by the end they were booing Spencer because I think they just got tired of him because he'd been there for so long. Well, he's a three-year
3: starter. Yeah, yeah, they did. And Spencer didn't deserve – the, no, the, I, as we're seeing now, Yeah. yeah.
4: I, we're definitely seeing that now. But yeah, I mean, Chuck Hartley was a two-year starter. Spencer Peters started more than Chuck. I mean, he, I yep. mean, he started more than CJ Beathard. I mean, he he started more years than a lot of Iowa quarterbacks. And I think the fact that it never got better, he took the run of fan criticism on the field. But now we're seeing that it's more system than quarterback.
3: Of course, least. at at one point, didn't he? Spencer have like 12 straight wins or 11 wins? Oh, yeah, wins? but yeah. they were
4: ugly. I mean, yeah.
3: and, and, it, you're, and six
4: of them were in the 2020 season, which, like I yeah, said, I'm not, I don't want to minimize, but I just – there's an asterisk next to that. Empty stadiums, rosters that were in, uh, uh, just completely unraveling. I, it just wasn't a true reflection, I didn't think. But Iowa could have easily folded and unraveled during COVID, and they didn't. I'll give them credit for that. Twenty one, the stats were better. No, twenty two and twenty three. Twenty two is when things just hit a low that I don't think any of us saw coming.
3: No, well, because the the prior year we said they've got to be, be they're gonna be better. They got to be better, and they weren't. They and were worse. And then
4: we said that we've said that
5: all yes. going into this yes. year, and now
3: they're worse. I
4: remember, and I said it too. Agreeing with you, you look at me and "There's no way they can be worse." Then we're like, "Well, they could," but. <sighs> And yes, right now they are. It, it is worse. Yeah. But I still there's a lot of football left. There's still eight games like what McNamara said. They can still flip the script. They can.
3: Well, and we and we're going to play teams that are at or below our level. Yes,
4: and I think that's very significant. What do you think about Easy Living as the new walkout song instead of Back in Black? <laughs> would there that... ain't
2: nothing easy that goes on that field. Well, that's true. <laughs>
4: you don't think you don't think Easy Living would work?
2: No. No.
4: How about Jackie Blue? Oh, you imagine Jackie Blue being there? I walk- didn't
2: ever like that song. No, didn't either. sucked. He said it sucked. Still did. Ooh. Still does. Jackie Blue. Yeah. Who is Jackie I Blue? I did like uh, Go uh, If You Want to Get to Heaven.
5: Was that
4: the Ozark, too? Yeah. If you want to get, you got to yeah. raise, because they said you got to raise a little hell to get to heaven. No, right? I think
3: yeah. I like that song.
4: Yeah, they must have made a lot of money on that song, too, because it was on a ton. I didn't realize Hello. that was the same band. Wow.
0: Hello. Hey, guys. Do you think uh, with Kirk and Brian, I mean, I read an article the other day, the only teams that have less targets to their wide receivers – Air Force and Navy. Did you guys read that or see that it was on an article? I mean, there's, there's so
4: It sounds many, about right. There's so it? many different stats out there now. I didn't see that particular one, but yeah, that's that's what's kind of the challenge now for media is to try to find the most interesting hot takes on what the offense is or isn't. Well, they're out there. Yeah, there's tons of them out there.
0: And and the, the what, what blew me away was the Air Force in this statistic like wide receivers targeted per game. And, and Air Force wins games, but they, you know they're—I don't know—wishbone, triple option, yep. whatever. So I guess it makes sense for them. But they average one wide receiver target a game. Wow. And then there's Navy averages six, and then we're there at like seven, right above them, and then everybody else.
4: Yeah. Well, let's see. Thirty-five divided by four. What? That's about nine. Seven. Just under. Just under nine. Nine.
3: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, it's. Said, it is That's what right. it is,
4: man. I mean, there's, uh, it, it's unusual. But, guys, this has been happening. Their receivers don't get targeted often at all recently. It's just hit such a low now to where it becomes a game of statistics to try to express how bad it is. I, it, it's, but it's going to change, though, because I think Kirk even hinted it's going to have to change because they're not going to get as much out of the tight end now because they don't have Luke it's well, just They're okay. just not getting That's true, it. And they're going to have to figure a way to make up for that. And I think that may lead to more opportunities for wide receivers. So we'll see.
0: And I just um, – I guess out of the, the transfer players, uh, obviously All's playing because he's at a position that Iowa focuses on or highlights in the yeah. offense. Um, the Nick Jackson's playing, but w- – is I mean has rust as that Feth kid or any of them – or Parker has him Parker's not Parker's been, been, not either,
4: played, it, been hurt it, it, hurt and now I just think he's behind I mean I I think he's maybe healthy enough to play but no he's been hurt Feth has played been uh, playing. not much no he's not playing near as much as the 5 so I mean I think he played a couple series last game but he has not been uh, it's been the 5 it's been the 5 that we Nick DeYoung Logan Jones Mason Richmond Connor Colby and Jennings Dunker, um, Jennings Dunker. Those have been and then, um, but those have been the ones that have played the majority of the snaps. And then Caleb Brown, of course, hasn't.
0: He's played very little. He's had a
3: couple I, two I, reverses. I,
0: yeah, you have to. As I mean, I, I guess I don't know. I that that kills me. I mean, two reverses, not one catch. No, how? And I, I get it. He he's might be inexperienced, where, but that's part of being a coach in an offensive mind and being creative you find ways to get guys the ball well no but I think with Caleb
4: though he's not buried on the depth chart but he's not one of their I mean Seth Anderson has had more he's not one of their starters I think that's part of the reason and they haven't been rotating a lot of receivers I I mean see I'm one of those I think there was so much hype around Caleb Brown because he was a four-star recruit coming from Ohio State Mm-hmm. And the media just played, and I think there was maybe some unrealistic expectations, and now we're seeing why. And I don't blame it all on the Iowa offense. I mean, I think Caleb Brown is still adjusting to being a college wide receiver. And so, and when you go to a place and you're still adjusting, and the offense itself is really shaky when it comes to how they use wide receivers,
0: that's a tough mix. Yeah, it is. Well, his highlight film was nothing but running back stuff.
4: Well, that's what he was in high yeah. school. He was a running back. Yep. Yeah. He's making a position change in college, and that
3: ain't easy.
0: And 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 I'm and I know all. I I don't like this. I, I like because I I hate I hate it. I hate that this happens. But it it always it happens in life. Do you guys deep down inside your honest belief? Do you think this is this is going to be it for Kirk Parents if if Brian is is uh, obviously no amended? no. No, so the, no. The, 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 no, you don't think he's done? No,
3: no. Okay. Now, if he, I, I, I don't,
4: can't say that. That's just my gut feeling right now. If
3: we lose the rest of the games, we can talk. But yeah, but he wouldn't be fired. No, no.
0: He I guys, don't think I, he's going to be fired. I'm just saying.
2: If Brian if, leaves if, here, if, I don't see him necessarily... I, I don't see him going out that way. Yeah.
4: I think he would like, if Brian does end up leaving, help Brian land somewhere else and then have a little bit of success without Brian to kind of put a buffer between that. I don't think he would want that to be his. Plus, uh, Guys, he signed through 2029. I mean, there's still a lot of years left on that. No, I would be surprised if he quit after this year. But... Okay.
0: That, uh, that's all. I not wanted. shocked.
4: I would never be shocked. I mean, the guy is 68 years old. I mean, that is one thing. But I... I've seen nothing to make me think that would happen. Are there what if on the he won the more?
3: what if he won the Big 10 championship? To me that would be a big
4: I think that would make him want to stay even more because then Brian would have a better chance of Yeah. I mean, to me that I mean, would if just
2: that happens, Brian ain't going anywhere. No, I mean,
4: no, I mean, I then then I think in Kirk's mind, okay, we're building back that bridge yeah. between myself and Brian. Yeah. That was the first step. So, no, I think that No, I, I just
0: I just wanted to ask because I mean I. I oh, it's a fair her. question. It's fine. I, and I just I hate how you know what? How do they say it, man? You, you you stay along for something, you know, or stay a long time or whatever, and you end up being not a villain, but you go out on a bad note or whatever. And the dude has done stuff that, you know, I mean, the stuff that he's done for the state or the university is, is um, I mean, I I love the guy, but at it, it, it sometimes. Things don't end the best, and I just, I, just, I hate that. So,
5: well,
4: let's hope that doesn't yeah, but happen. But I get what you're time. saying. Yeah, most of the time, if you stay too long, it's yeah. going to end be bad.
2: Yeah, Suiter, if I stay too long. <laughs> All right, guys, later. <laughs> See ya.
4: You think it's going to get ugly?
2: Oh, it got ugly a couple years ago. <laughs>
4: you got people pounding on the windows. But I I mean, like I said, I, I I've I've been asked that question a couple times here this last week. I I think these narratives. I think there's people out there when they struggle, like ah, we get a, we need a new coach. And I think what people think somehow it gets in writing. Then all of a sudden, it takes a life of its own on social media. Well, the problem. I mean, is there talk on message boards about this? Because I don't go on message boards. Yeah, and but people saying they're hearing that he's thinking no, not they're hearing. Okay, no, none of that. Just speculating on their own.
3: And after a loss like that, the first three days you get. All the haters said, Ferentz has got to go. Done. The game's passed him by. Yes, You know, and you get so tired of that crap. And I I just don't even read it anymore.
6: Hello. You know, I saw on college game day, talking about our offense, they said that uh, the fourth leading receiver for Iowa is a tie between Captain Steve and Tommy Lang. So I think (laughs) that's how bad it is. So the fourth leading receiver has zero. There Mm
4: -hmm. you go. Yeah, well. Well, they've got Deontay Vine, Seth Anderson, and Nico Reganey are the only receivers. With, with,
3: well, here, I got it right
6: here. Yeah. I,
4: I got the stats right here, you know. It's show prep. Here, just a second.
3: And Caleb Brown right. had more uh, more catches at Ohio State than he has at Iowa By and the he, way, And he played
4: 24 plays.
2: At yeah. Ohio State. one. Jackie one Blue is about a woman who's in pursuit of happiness but never gives anything uh, long enough time to make her happy. Oh.
4: Oh, well, that's oh. her fault for just being impatient and
2: and then Jackie Blue this is the drummer said uh, uh was a male drug dealer and a bartender who he once knew so there's so two stories out there <laughs> two stories one from the drummer
4: what about Midnight Blue
2: I like that so like Blue Graham yeah <laughs> i knew you guys would <laughs> <Ooh>. clowns <laughs>
4: <laughs> Midnight Blue. That is Lou Gramm, isn't it? Yeah, didn't yeah. he sing? I've been wait. Uh, foreigner, right? Yeah. Waiting yep. for yeah. Yep. Yeah. You guys, we can't. We have to agree on foreigner not be being... You know
2: what's this yeah, thing? Formulaic on on uh, YouTube. I could play like Taylor Swift and all the you know and the big artists and everything. But if I play Foreigner, uh, YouTube would it wouldn't give us a copyright strike. But it would say, pick another. Pick Why? Another. I don't, don't no. know. <laughs> they either uh, didn't have a deal with uh, foreigner or... or okay, here's did. a good one for
4: you. Good, You know, I like to ask these. Right? If you have to go 24 hours straight listening to it, are you going to do hot-blooded or double vision?
2: Uh, God... Or blow your brains up <laughs> It's not an option. <laughs> Hot blooded? I love the way foreigners is coming to Des Moines. <laughs> I might do double vision. There's no one okay. in, no in Farner. Because they're
4: hot-blooded, check and see, temperature yeah. of 103, right?
2: 103.
4: That's pretty high. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> some concern there.
6: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Better, Kirk, I'd wander over to Iowa City West and grab some of them players. Would you? Okay. Man, last night, that, I don't know if Jeff is that bad. But they wow. are. Well, they did start 4-0. and Yeah,
4: they, beat, yeah they, got, they got
6: a good coach. I mean, Jeff's yeah,
4: coached by um, former Iowa linebacker Ed Miles. They're having a historic season because they had a long losing streak, but I believe they won their first four games, but a lot of that was competition-related. And trust true. me, if there's players over at West High that are worthy of Iowa scholarships, Iowa's aware of it. I mean, they're, yeah. they would be aware of it.
6: They have uh, Adrian Arrington coaching too. He went Do they? What, to Mich- Yeah, and
4: Lavar Woods' son yeah. Mason Woods yeah. is a tight end, and I believe has an Iowa offer.
3: I he? he? He does, and he's uh, here this weekend. Yeah, and I believe visitor. I think
4: Missouri was the first team to offer him a scholarship. So yeah, it's, uh,
6: <laughs> but it was enjoyable to watch that. What I mean, I mean maybe they were. Jeff was really bad. But wow. I mean, they were blocking punts. I think they had. Three touchdowns in the first quarter, but yeah, Jeff and, has
4: historically recently been really bad. What I'm saying is, they did have some wins this year, so they they're not as had bad a, as they have
3: been. Enough players to really. No, I think be Ed Miles it has it really all. done a good job he of helping have, to jumpstart the program again. Because I
4: believe Cedar Rapids Jefferson won the first state title in 1972, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I thought. Je- now, granted, that's 50 51 years ago, but um, think about Well, it, those,
6: Kennedy those are, was in building- – Kennedy was built in 69, and they still have never won it. Really? And it's going to get harder to win nowadays with Des Moines and all that. So.
4: Do I, well, hear, I hear a it, clock ticking? You do. Do you hear that, Captain? Yeah. Is that here or is that on?
2: No, it's him.
4: Okay. Hopefully that's a
6: clock. Oh, no. That, that's, that's my blinker. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Your
4: blinker.
6: I always use my blinker.
3: Well, thank you for using your blinker. Yeah. I appreciate it, and I do. Yeah.
4: Yes. Safety yeah. rules.
6: And I have a dash cam nowadays because I'm sick and tired of seeing somebody coming at me with their head down on their phone, and they're in my lane. (sighs) And they just make it back in time. And someday when they don't, I'll have proof.
4: I see it all the time. Like the other day, there was a pickup in front of me, and the light turned green on the corner. You know, right there on the corner of First Avenue and Muscatine. And this pickup just would not move. And I didn't want to honk or anything. And I waited till probably 5 tenths, that's a long time wait I know it doesn't sound and I guarantee you he was texting he was not going to move until he finished cuz then he looked up right away then he flies out of there and I barely made it through before it turned yellow I'm guessing he was texting he was going to finish his text message before he decided to go in it just
2: I had I, a guy on our street <coughs> and people park on one side of the street so and this guy was on the other side of the street and yelling at his phone so he evidently was having a fight with his, with his wife phone. or something, you know, just screaming. And, the you know, the window was down. I see he people texting screaming. all the time driving. Yeah. I, I, I see yeah. it all the time. No, it's dangerous.
4: I mean, I've seen people texting and eating and using kind of the back of the palm of their hand to kind of brace the steering wheel. Like, like driving is like the third or fourth thing on their priority list during that time. You know, you see a lot when you're out walking too. I mean, you. I mean, it is. I have seen people texting and eating, and just it's amazing. What wonderful
2: you know. Dusty Springfield song. I like Dusty Springfield. I like. Eating and eating well, and texting. Oh, that's her. I kind of know who you are talking about. Yeah. 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 Who
4: did the Tatsa Bridge or whatever was that?
3: Bobby Gentry. Bobby Gentry. I t- thought Dusty. was tele- to Billy House. Joe. Yeah.
4: Was Was that old? Ode to Billy Joe. Yeah. That, yeah. Was that Dusty Springfield?
2: No. No, that was Bobby Ode Gentry. Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay. For some reason, I thought that was yeah. Dusty Springfield.
2: It was not.
4: Okay. I guess you learn something every day. You do. Um, Hate it. But no. Point. As far as um, I just don't think Kirk's. Right. Re- I don't think he's ready to retire yet. Yeah. And I think Kirk's one of these guys. I mean, we're all just so in in the moment for different, I think Kirk just, this is a grind. We'll get through this. We're good enough to navigate the schedule. Let's just let everything play out. We're not going to panic. We're not going to listen to the, I think that's just him. And I think it drives people crazy. But like I've said, Wednesday more times than not, it's worked enough for Kirk to where he still has the advantage. I think as far as, and I just used
3: the term leverage the other day, leverage. And I don't think,
4: and I don't, Think I mean Iowa right now has an interim AD, but I, once they make Beth the full time, I don't think first thing she's going to do is sit down and say to Kirk, yeah, "Things have got to get better." I'm not saying Iowa is satisfied with going eight and four, but I don't think Iowa is disappointed with going eight and four. Does that make sense?
3: Iowa should have won the West last year, and they didn't.
4: And they didn't, and they ended up going eight and four and eight, and, or they so, went eight and five. I yeah. mean, they, but I don't. I think with the way Iowa is built, administration wise, and just. I don't think. Do you think they would ever fire a coach that goes eight and four? You can't. Well, some schools do.
3: Well, no. I. I, I mean, you, in my mind, you, you can. You
4: can, But I don't think Iowa would. No. I don't think that's just a mind. And I think that frustrates some fans.
3: You can fire. Get rid of a coordinator. I mean, Bo, if one end ain't working,
4: Bo Pelini never won fewer than nine games at Nebraska.
3: No, and I thought he got uh, the bum's rush. Well, he that. did.
4: Part of it though was he was a miserable, vulgar, well, true, rude, offensive. Confrontational human being. Did I leave anything out? <laughs> he
5: was and Marv
4: did run him over in that touchdown. <laughs> yes, he did. He ran him right over. And Marv, and Marv doesn't like to brag that much. But everyone says, so you know. And he said it. Said yes, it was fun running over Bo Pelini. Just, <laughs> just ran his ass over. See, I should have asked that to Pelini sometime. But usually when we were interviewing Pelini, it was right after a game, and they—if they, they lost—he was just a. Could you imagine him at a, paid hey, Bo, kind of go off the subject. I know bad loss for you, but what about when Marv Cook ran your ass over it? How do you think he would have handled something? You think would that have been F-bombs? He might all?
3: have gotten up and left.
4: Yeah, he he may <laughs> have. But he also may have just hurled a bunch of obscenities at me, too, because that's kind of how he was. But, I mean, he never lost fewer than nine games. Think about
3: that. No. No, I never – he did a – Because I've had
4: Iowa fans reach out to me, Pat, well, if Kirk continues to go – between seven and nine, ten wins, he'll never get, yes, he'll never get fired. No, no. And he never will. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. You, I mean, that's the way Iowa is built.
2: Well, it's built partially on his graduation rate. And, well,
4: they are good in some ways, and, but the black yeah. graduation rate's not good at all. Yeah. Remember, that came out.
2: Oh, yeah. That's but, not,
4: um, I mean, if you want to go go through everything, but yeah.
2: I, I think that, yeah, I don't think I was uh, concerned with that.
4: Well, they should be. Well, they should be, but... But I think for the most part, I mean, he does a lot of good. I mean, the racial stuff, of course, that's a chapter. It's there. It's never, gonna, But I still say the good still outweighs the bad to where Kirk still meets the Iowa criteria. And if you win seven... It le- I mean, the only way Iowa eventually steps in with Kirk is if they start going five and seven, four and eight, attendance next thing you know... There's 48,000. Yeah, then he's going to get fired at some point. He He's not powerful enough to where he can just sit there and be mediocre and bad and stay. That will not happen. Plus, I don't think he would allow that to happen. I think he would leave.
3: Well, and if if we're putting up three and nine, four and eights he's with got, the offense that we have, people aren't going to want to go watch that. He's
4: got two of those years that where he could do that, and then he goes into the third year having to have a winning seat or he's done. I mean, he, he doesn't just have this lifetime contract. The thing is, though – We don't know how much Iowa would be willing to put up with because in fairness, like I said, they are seventy four and thirty one since two thousand fifteen. Yeah. He hasn't come close to these three and nines or four and eights. They've had more ten and threes, ten and fours. I mean eight and five is not good in the eyes of a lot of people, but it's not three and nine. No. I mean, and 3-9s and can easily happen. You wait and see. I wouldn't surprise me if a Minnesota or an Illinois, there, there could be some teams all of a sudden dip into 3-9. Could and nine.
3: happen this year, yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, it really could. I mean, I think Iowa is still above that even with this offense. But, yeah, it'll be – I mean, he's going to retire at some point. And I do think it's going to be one of the – do you think his retirement is going to be one of the things where we start hearing a ton of rumors and it eventually comes true or it's just going to happen just out of the blue? i kind of guess.
3: think i kind of think out of the blue that's
4: kind of how i've been thinking too yeah you know i mean that it'll happen on his terms i i don't think he'll g- give it to any particular media source maybe he will i mean that seriously that's not going to be something i'm going to be pounding kirk about hey when are you going to retire i mean he yeah. was asked about it at big tens and says he just loves what he's doing
3: and the, the people that say, you know, uh, Ference, you know, he's lived on the Big, Big Ten West being so crummy, and as soon as the competition heats up next year, he's not going to want to face that, and I don't think that's true I at don't all. think that's
4: true either. I think there's part of him that will want to face that. He's to, a competitor. To see if he can survive. No, I think you're right. I, I think there's a competitive side of Kirk that, Absolutely. that thinks that um, he can withstand that. Um, but it is going to be harder. It is. I mean, it's going to be harder. I mean, that's why, again, they got to take advantage of it this year. But, but, I mean, so do you think Kirk's the coach in five years? I don't, in five
3: years.
5: Hmm.
4: That'd make him 73. I, I, I don't see it
3: being five years. I, it, I would say it's, it's at least possible. Oh, but, it's always possible. Yeah. I
4: mean, his contract runs through 29.
3: I don't um, – I guess I'd be su- a little surprised.
4: To to his six, contract's got six years after this yeah. year. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be surprised if he la- was here five years from now. I wouldn't be surprised if he was here three years from now. Let, let's, let's see. That would be 24, 25, 26. I mean, I, I mean and a lot's going to depend on what goes on in the field. But I think a lot of people think that Kirk's status is going to be hugely impacted by Brian as far as when. I don't think that's the case. I think Kirk I would know. love for Brian to replace him as the head coach. I think that was the long-term plan. Obviously, right now, that's not going to ever happen. No. I mean, there, and I think Kirk is slowly maybe coming to terms with that. But I still think Kirk...
3: There would be a mutiny. Oh, God. No, I it mean, would, it would it be... Would
4: that, th- th- no, there would be a...
3: Riots a, in the streets.
4: I don't know if it... <laughs> I was just going to say ticket sales would drop, and he's got destruction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's almost somewhere like an insurrection. In,
2: somewhere in between, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm saying ticket sales would decline.
2: Where we, we store old capital.
5: <laughs>
4: Is that part of it? You think the students would just start smashing buildings and give them something to do? <laughs> would you enjoy that coverage, Captain? You got laying down there on the spot, down there doing live eyes.
3: <laughs> and then he joins in. They just burnt the bo- They just burnt the
4: bookstore down.
3: Steve, oh, yeah. I haven't seen anything like this since January
4: sixth. <laughs> no, that would that would not that would not go over well. But I think Kirk deep down now has to realize that can't. I, would certainly I mean, I could, so. if they win the next three Big Ten titles and all of a sudden the offense starts averaging 500 yards a game, yeah, I'd give them the job. Yeah, if I mean, that happens. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't see that happening. No. But I do think they got to, at some point, if this doesn't work out this year with Brad, they got to figure out somewhere for him to go. And he'll land somewhere, but he's not, probably not going to make $900,000 a year.
3: Probably not, but he's uh, gonna make more than we're making. Well, yeah,
4: he yeah. could make. I mean, yeah. I mean, assistant coaches at Iowa now make four, five, six hundred thousand. I mean, yeah. the money is staggering what they make now.
2: Yeah, I don't it think so. Yeah,
4: he. Your dad would be stunned, wouldn't he?
2: Unbelievably stunned
4: if he if he came back and saw the salaries. So, what's the Iowa coach making? Seven point five million. Would his jaw drop?
3: He'd just say, "Well, how 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 can they pay it?" Well, they're getting uh television 50 million dollars from the television but see your
4: dad couldn't have envisioned that when he passed away in no. what mid 70s 74 yeah 74 i mean there i mean of course there was television and there was a lot but nothing like you uh, couldn't have envisioned not even it was, close yeah not even close no so man he passed away one year after the winless football season life just sometimes yeah. just isn't fair is it no no
3: no, no missed all all of hayden Miss Ollakirk. He would have liked Hayden, wouldn't you have? He loved Hayden. Oh, he would have adored yeah. him. And Hayden
4: would have told him jokes. And yeah. nobody laughed at Hayden's jokes Hayden more than Hayden. More than he loved they... his
5: jokes.
3: He did.
4: He loved his jokes. <laughs> Especially if he was making fun of the person in front of him.
3: You could yeah. land a helicopter on Bud Souter's head.
5: His flat top. <laughs>
3: <But>
4: yeah,
5: Hayden, <laughs> liked,
3: Hayden liked to have a good time. So, Okay,
4: um, I've got 23 to 10. What do you have before you? We- God, it's already quarter to
3: 20 to three,
4: 23. And what's your score?
3: Uh, I'll say uh, 20 to six.
4: Okay. So we're all kind of in the boy. We're not giving Michigan state's offense much between the three of us. Are gonna, um, we got three, six and 10.
1: Hello. Do you think there'd be a restructuring of the the whole facility for like football team for like new, new coach and everything?
4: What do you mean restructuring of the facility?
1: So once France retires, like who do you who do you think is going to replace him? Do you think they can actually seek out a good coach from another team and try to bring him on, or
3: uh, who knows? Well, they. I mean, it'll they, be a nationwide search.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, I think they would. I mean, so you mean are you are uh, as opposed to just like promoting somebody from within? Is that what you're?
1: Exactly. Like it obviously, it won't be Brian France. Like I totally agree. it would be riots everywhere.
4: No, I think if you're going to go internally, I mean, LeVar Woods and Phil Parker would pass the test for Iowa fans. They can yes. uh, they can handle that. Now, Phil is 60 years old, and I mean, um, so the longer Kirk goes, the less, to me, Phil's chances of getting the job if he would want it. LeVar, I mean, no, I, yeah, I think they would try to, I think other, I mean, I know a lot of Iowa fans have told me they would love to see Chris Kleeman mm-hmm. be considered for the, job and then of course you got Mark Stoops and but yeah no I definitely think they would they would go outside and see what they can find okay yeah I think so and if it turns out that they believe that Lavar or somebody was the best at the time but I I mean no a lot of Iowa fans like Chris Kleeman I mean and he's done a good job at Kansas he State he did a good job has. he went to Northern Iowa so he's from Iowa he's got ties he did a great job at North Dakota State he's doing a good job at Kansas State and Mark Stoops for 4-0 they're they're hosting Florida this weekend, they're undefeated. Mark's done a good job at Kentucky. Yes, he sure has. But he's another one who's not getting any younger.
3: Well, he's almost 60, isn't he, he? Right, he's
4: pushing that. He's a little younger than I am. And I think he's like 57. Um, um, and Phil Parker is, I mean, he's 60, he's he? 60 now. And if Kirk goes another two, three years, I, I get 63, 64, that's pretty old to be landing a coach. But here I am striking down my own age group. But, but it, it, it just is. Yeah, yeah. And so, but... We'll see. Like I said, I will be shocked if Kirk's not back next year. Now, barring some things could change, but the way I feel right now, I fully expect him to be back next year. Don't you?
3: Yes. Yes, I do.
4: And let's let's say he did retire. Let's say he does retire after this year. Who would you predict gets the Iowa job? If you had to say, just if you know Iowa and how you think the interview process is going to go, who's going to be interested, who would be willing to, who would be your guest pick to say, if you had to predict who you think would get the Iowa job,
3: so do we imagine that Beth Gets is the person making the hire,
4: making the hire with others with consulting
3: people? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I'm yeah. I think it would ultimately come down to her. And so, who do you think it would be?
3: That's a that's a great question. I I, I haven't really considered it because I don't think that Kirk's going to be leaving well, anytime. I don't soon. either, but still, but I it, think it, Chris Kleeman or. Is, is a I think good Chris name. Kleeman
4: would be a name, and and I do think he would leave Kansas. State who's
3: for, who's Kansas's coach?
4: Lance Leopold. Okay, he's another. But now that's he's getting, another name. He's getting he's right around. He's getting up there too. I mean, he's he's but he's in his late fifties. So I mean,
3: that's, but look what he's done. At Kansas. No, you're right.
4: And I guess I'm being too. I, you know, late fifties is still yeah. That's not that old. So I he was in one of the ones that I I did a top five list a while back, and he was in one of those. I used to have Dave Clawson from Wake Forest, that I don't. I think. Leopold and um, Kleiman have Midwest ties around the Iowa recruiting area and what have you. Those would be two names that I would come up with. I just with Levar Woods, I just don't think he's done enough yet. I think it would be hard to justify hiring Levar over someone like Chris Cleman if he would want the job. Don't you agree? And that's I, yes, no knock on Levar. That's no knock on Levar at all. But
3: all right. So who who's Michigan State? gonna look at those two names that we just brought up probably will be considered
4: yeah and um what other names have i heard i did see some joke about trying to get Sa- imagine if savin went back there they'd okay. win yeah they'd i mean they, yeah, would they start would. winning right away they may not go 12 and 0 but i could see Sabin year two they're 10 and 2 or whatever you know i haven't really given a ton of thought to that i mean i that that's that's going to be an interesting one because I mean Harlan Barnett I don't see that being the long term solution. I'm trying to think of what ties. I mean
3: he's a Spartan. With, by, at He heart, is, but he doesn't but, have a lot of experience no. as far
4: as running a program. No. and a lot would depend on who's interested. You know who's interested in that job?
3: Because that uh, they've had some issues at Michigan State with the uh, the. I mean not just now, but that no, they that doctor. Yeah. That. Molested all of the.
4: Oh, yeah, no, they've had. What's his name? uh, Nasser. Yeah. Larry Nasser. Larry Nasser. Larry Larry Nasser. So, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Michigan State does. I think they're waiting to see how this team plays out. I just don't think Harlan Barnett has the experience.
3: And I I can't remember why D'Antonio was he let go or did he. Well, he retired, but it just seemed a little sudden.
4: Remember, they were having a lot of off the field stuff. Yeah. And what have you. But, I mean, for the most part, he did a. he did a good job there. He did. He really did. I mean, he and Kirk used to be kind of compared, but Michigan State actually took it to another level. I mean, remember they had a, they won thirteen games one year. They won twelve. They they made the playoff. And they actually, I mean, obviously they got killed, but they still got
3: there. And we got killed. Yeah, but
4: Iowa never made the playoff.
3: No, but that same year. Both teams just got thrashed at that the next level. Yeah,
4: game. I Iowa was either going to get thrashed by Stanford or Alabama. That's right. Do you think Stanford would have thrashed Michigan D- State? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, um, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Michigan State ends up doing. I mean, it's a tough situation, but I guess they saved themselves a lot of money.
3: So do you think any other Big Ten uh, coaches are done after this year?
4: Um, by fourth, Indiana's in Indiana, trouble. Tom Allen would be the one who I'd say would might be in trouble, just because he's more years into it, and they just. There's have so not, many. They did well in the COVID year, but they just have not been able to sustain anything.
3: And there's so many first year. But the other ones are. Coaches, too. Mike though. Loxley's
4: doing good at Maryland. Yeah. He's got. He's building up security. Then the other PJ Fleck. I mean, if they went three and nine, he's not going to get fired.
3: I saw PJ Fleck's name floated for Michigan State too.
4: Yeah, because he coached in Michigan, and yeah. I believe is he from Michigan? I don't know. I know he played at Northern Illinois. So, but yeah, I saw his name. But would you leave Minnesota for Michigan State? I'm not sure if I would. Minnesota's the only Boy, I don't know. Division one college in this. I'm I'm not sure I would do that.
3: It's a it's, to me, that's a lateral, to me, that's a it lateral is. move
4: in a way. I know Michigan State's got a little bit more of everything, bigger, a little bigger stadium. They may have a little more resources. But Michigan resources. State's also got Michigan right down the road. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know. I think I would stay at Minnesota. PJ's making good money. But, no, his name gets tossed out there. And um, what if Deion Sanders went to Michigan State? <laughs>
6: Coach Brian.
4: Could you imagine that? <laughs> I like Coach Prime. I,
6: do
5: too. I think it's
4: it's it's a funny it's a it, neat story. Yeah. And the one thing I will say about him, yeah, he he talks he never badmouths other players or other coaches. Yeah. He never has. He brags about himself and he talks a lot of stuff, but that's part of his shtick.
3: Yeah. He kinda of has always worn me out, I guess.
4: Yeah, I mean I, I um I, I just, he backs up what he says. Well, he, seems he backs to. up what he says as much as anybody. And they, I watched the thirty thirty thing on him the other day because they're running it again because he's popular. And when he was doing his interview, he said there's two people. And like you said, the football per- version of Dion, prime time, he puts his sunglasses on to do that interview. And then he goes, okay, now we're going to talk baseball. This is Dion. He takes his sunglasses off. He says he's basically two split personalities. And he's really, it's fa- it's he's a fascinating study. But, like I said, I just respect the fact that he doesn't ever badmouth on him. And did you see what that Colorado wide receiver did? He got together with that Colorado State D-back who I thought cheap shot him. He got together and they did a video together for charity. Oh,
5: cool. that's it was cool. really
4: cool because yeah. that Henry Blackburn, I believe is his name, was receiving death threats. From, and Dion got out there and said, hey, guys, this is, this, this, that's way beyond any – Reasonable, don't the death threats, and I respected Dion for doing that because I did think it was a cheap shot. I didn't, and it would have been really easy for Travis Hunter to be really pissed off. But they did this video, and you could see it, you could find it. I thought that was such a class act by Travis Hunter, and he did it because this kid was getting death threats for what he had done, and that's the world we live in now. And I thought that I'm like that. I mean, that's hope in the world right there. I was really touched by. The way Dion responded to the telling those people, man, enough, enough with the death threats. That's, it's a well, game. That's what Dion kept
2: saying. As big as it is, it's still just a game. Kelce and uh, Taylor Swift are getting death threats. Why? Uh, because he's uh, telling people to get their COVID shots. Yeah, he, and, and she uh, just registered a bunch of uh, uh, young people to, uh, vote. to vote. But
4: why is that?
2: Death I, yeah, figure it. But that they had to have security for both of them. And I guarantee you none of
4: those people would say a word to Travis Kelsey's face no. if they were standing in front no. of him. The, the power of the keyboard, there's so much of that. Yeah, I mean, and I, the Blackboard thing, I mean, those people were pissed because they thought he did something really bad. I mean, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, one is supporting a vaccine that saves lives, yeah. and the other is encouraging people to vote to vote and practice democracy (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah, but it's
4: obvious i mean MAGA doesn't want young people to vote because they know most of them won't vote for them so they're trying to limit
2: yeah well i i yeah they don't want people to vote they don't want young people to vote they don't want black people to vote they only want white people to vote
4: and mostly white men yes MAGA would let me vote until they saw who i was voting for yeah. You know, and like I said, I'm no hardcore Democrat. And Really, either are you guys. I wouldn't call you guys no, hardcore really. not liberal. Not really. No, you know, I mean, I
2: don't have any gold bars at home. Yeah,
3: he's. I a got clown. a few, but well, no, not
2: no, that many. God, he's a clown, and he's <laughs> he not going to. Cl- he's not going to go down quietly either. Uh, uh-uh. no, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, okay, even if, even if he didn't do anything, which you know he did, but even if he didn't do anything. He's got gold bars. That, you know, I don't understand these people. It's like the guy uh, uh, Kennedy. Uh, is it Kennedy down south? Uh, who's the guy that uh, lives on a yacht and drives a Lamborghini? I
4: thought that was Joe Manchin. The,
2: yeah, Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is. Yeah. Why do you vote for a guy that lives on a yacht? And drives a freaking Lamborghini. Dion
4: drives a Lamborghini, but he's not running for office. Yeah, he's
2: not running for office. And he got a ticket. He got a parking
3: ticket. (laughs) But if he did run, he would get elected. (laughs) Probably now. He probably would. Well, it
4: depends on where he would run, but in Boulder or something, he probably would.
2: But I mean, honest to God, you know, and then they know our pain. What
4: if it turns out to be Dion versus Trump for president? Dion. Oh, my God, yes. Imagine Trump insulting him.
2: Well, uh, Dion versus Biden? Biden? You'd vote for Biden. Over I don't last. even know if Dion's a Democrat would, or a Republican. Do I we either. know? No, you have no idea.
4: I, I would, I, I would. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I I, I think it'd be funny. President to, Prime. President Prime. I think that would be great. Wouldn't wow. you like to have pre, uh, mean, <laughs> President Prime, uh, you know, he's, yeah. he sits down with Putin. <laughs>
3: Let's have a foot well, race. Well, he has his toes
4: amputated. He may. I mean, I'll he bet ha- he's still fast. <laughs> he probably is still fast, but not as fast as he used to. Like I said, that was the best part listening to Marv talk about his Dion Sanders and Troy Aikman stories. But Tom's right, though. We're living in a time of society now where Dion. If he wanted to get into politics, he would be embraced. it has nothing to do with what you've done in politics. No. Now it's, it's, no.
3: If people know who you are. It's a popularity contest. That's right, and yeah. if
4: you can make them feel good about themselves, that's all. I mean. Well,
2: everybody, we've always said through, you know, anybody can grow up to be president.
4: Well, Trump is proving that.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Well, maybe everybody shouldn't grow up to be president. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, Trump yeah. has
4: basically changed the landscape forever. Yeah. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yes. I mean, he's changed it forever. Yeah.
2: And it ain't good, but no, it ain't. Well, <coughs> uh, yeah, and I got it. Yeah, I got it. Sound like Tom Waits. I drank uh, too much diet coke this morning. Did you? Yeah, I got
5: it.
3: It's almost eleven o'clock.
5: Yeah. yeah. Where's oh,
4: oh? Is there no Hay Lang today?
3: Yeah. No, we got yeah. police reports on Hay Lang. Yeah, hey Lang. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know why I thought, I what? thought, I thought he was out of town. No, he's here. Okay, okay. Well, then we got Hay Lang. So we this, do. Hey they act. Yeah. The, the police the, reports first. Just, just, the keep... Mac, uh,
2: the uh, Southern, Southern Justin song, song of, of the week. week. Oh wow! When does that W E A K? When does that know? <laughs> the, well, we can't tell up. you exactly. Yeah, it's all coming up. Teaser, Pat. This is one big.
3: You guys are uh,
4: selling that, aren't you?
3: Call that yeah. Okay. That song of the week sponsorships. Yeah, this is yeah, one rigid. big cluster. Yeah. <laughs> Would you now? What if his.
4: Uh, what if his song of the week was Jackie...
2: fill that out on that, sir, the uh, Nielsen. What's your format? One big cluster. What if his song
4: was Jackie Blue? <laughs> huh? Wouldn't that be ironic?
3: Yeah.
2: Well, it Oh, I could be. see him picking that.
3: <laughs> so
4: do you guys have to know? Do, you have to, do they have yes. to be cleared with you? Yes. It has to be in floor mat. Didn't yeah. he break the format yeah. a few times? Like, Flo- didn't he do the streak?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're not doing that crap. So Norm Wilson, who's probably listening... We ain't doing that crap. What,
4: what if he wanted to do the end by the Doors? No. 11, 11 minutes?
2: I wouldn't even let him play that on age, And I wouldn't. Good call. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that was not one of my favorite songs. No, well, um, a Publix now brought it back to popularity. Yeah,
2: but Jesus. Well, he,
4: he kills his parents in it, doesn't he? Jesus. I didn't like listening to the lyrics. Hey, yeah, for some yeah. reason, the guy hated his parents. Yeah. So all right well now we'll, we end with that little Jim Morrison nugget and um and then yeah we've got tomorrow and then like I said I hope I do not want to I if they lose it's going to be miserable talking to them Oh, I just it, don't even want to think it, about it it, it. guts
3: Don. and I don't th- I do not think, that I we're don't gonna think they're going to lose, lose. No. I'm
4: actually more worried about Purdue than I am Michigan State to be honest
3: with you if I had to rank the two better quarterback better quarterback better,
4: better frame of mind I think I mean, these Michigan State players are enduring a lot, man. I mean, Purdue's not very good, though. No, they're not. I mean, but there's been years where I didn't think Purdue was very good, and they beat it, out. No, oh, you're right. So, I That's mean, for sure. I mean, we'll see. I still don't know what to make of this
3: Iowa team yet.
4: Like I said, they went to Penn State and li- went way below my expectation level. Way below. I didn't think they were capable of playing. I
3: didn't think the offense was going to be that bad, but I am not surprised. I I was not high on that game. Oh, I know.
4: I mean, everyone on Hawk Fanatic, all four of our pickers picked Penn State. Almost everyone I know picked Penn State. I just didn't think it would be just a complete
3: beatdown. Like it was, and
4: it was, and that was discouraging. And now they've well, done they've done this before and bounced back. You can they point have? to a bunch of different games, so we'll see. But no, I will be surprised, very surprised, if they don't win.
3: I want the first play to be play action, seventy take, yards deep, and Taylor Brown take the top off. Yep.
4: If they went deep and it's, it, to make it go to Caleb Brown since he's a four star, that would just fuel the fun and and oh
3: my god, can you imagine how much how much fun that would be?
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean you probably have more fun than I would. I mean, but but yeah, that would be that Yeah, would, I would. That would be fun.
5: And speaking of fun, hawkfanatic.com it's free. <sighs>